practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Queued up, uh, and we're live. Adam Dunn show had no idea what the fuck was going on there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Had had the Squatchinator over there just blasting me, but I thought my timing was off. But I think my timing was pretty good. It was actually perfect. Dead on. <laughs> Dead on. Two times a charm, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back at Fidus. I was here uh, pretty much almost a year ago when I was at Indo Expo Time Zone. And uh, again, <clears throat> super cool crew. You know, last time we were in a tin roof, so it was a little bit complicated. Uh, I'm obviously uh, technically challenged. I'm like the kid who has too many things, and at the end of the day, doesn't know how to use half of them, and goes like, "Hmm." <laughs> Managed to get one of our five mics working, so. Uh, Forgive me if the sound is anything weird. And, you know, we're on the road, man. Things just, uh, you know, aren't magic. I think they are magic, man. We got, M- we got MTI running the magic. Oh, yeah. Making shit happen. This may look like we're in a, you know, in a basement in somewhere in Portland, which we are. <laughs> <laughs> but, it might, but it might not. It might look like we're somewhere fucking awesome because that's how we do it around here. We just use our imagination. We fucking... You know, not much of it because, as you notice, uh, you know, last minute, MTI will ask me what our background is, and it's usually something I scrolled up and saw something like, oh yeah, that'll be good, or having some killer photo of some place we were just at, or whatever. But half the time, there's no rhyme or reason, mm. and uh, can't always be weed fields. You know, sometimes it's got to be something else because <laughs> that used to be like the coolest thing in the world. Like you always like, you know, everybody dreamed of having like the painting of a thing and they're like yeah i can't do it i get in trouble right. <laughs> you know what i mean there was like there was actually <laughs> days sure. like that where people were afraid oh, yes. now now you could have it but you know it's like come on now uh but this is the land of cannabis and the land of the squatch and the land of all the proper heavy hitters uh you know i think the nice thing about coming up here with indo expo every year mm-hmm. is uh I had a weird thing about Oregon living up living in Amsterdam where mm-hmm. uh, I met a lot of people from there mm-hmm. and I always was like you know they were cool people they were just a little bit more relaxed okay. and they always had good weed but it was never manicured very good you know what I mean like I remember that was just even even the stuff that they brought to Amsterdam was just like not it was just they didn't give a fuck it was like the I don't give a fuck 
it's good weed. <laughs> they'd give it to you, and you'd be like, oh, this doesn't look like... And then all of a sudden you smoke it, and you'd be like, oh, man, that's fucking good weed. I guess you don't have to manicure it if it's that fucking good. But I think that was the... the I wouldn't say the Oregon curse, but the kind of like the... The, the vibe people got sure. was, was going to be a little more farmer cut. Yeah, a little, 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 little crunchier. Yeah, for sure. uh, are you guys, how long you guys lived in this part of the part of America? Are you guys originally from here? or uh, I moved like from here? Yeah, I moved out here, gosh, almost uh, 19 years ago now. And, uh, and, and let's introduce mm-hmm. you yeah. just because... Oh, sure. You're, now we're actually got video. You're, okay. you're like you're like dead center on everything. Dead right? center. You're dead center on the sound <laughs> and the video. So you're gonna be like, uh, you know, you're so dude. I'm the man right now. Yeah. Okay. So well, introduce yourself. Yeah. Uh, I'm One Eye on Instagram. One Eye RC. Uh, friends call me Rich. So call me Rich. Uh, I've been out here in Oregon since 2001 uh, by way of. Tahoe, and before that, uh, grew up in Virginia. That's where I kind of earned my stripes as far as the plant was concerned. Uh, back in the late '80s and early '90s. Um, so yeah, I'm just happy to be here and happy to be a part of this. And Ryan, stoked to be sitting beside you. I mean, you actually uh, kind of in that exact time zone too, where all the sort of and it wasn't I don't know, just a weird time. It was like one of those things where there was something magic happening because in 91, all this shit happened all over the place. It wasn't just like, and then again, like in those next three years, a lot of different yeah. interesting groups. So there was somebody bringing some good shit back from somewhere or something happened. There was like, there was, there was like a shift in the, in the weed matrix. It seemed like around that time period, because all of a sudden there was like, a lot of interesting I, stuff just bam, and, it, you know, and Neville and Neville is probably responsible, but at the same time, I hope that there's more magic than just that. But I think yeah. it was just that pot being stirred at that point, and shit was getting out. Yeah, I think you you know you started to see uh, probably more and more domestic growers at that point here in the states, even you know, and uh, when uh, you know, and if you think, if, if I think back to that time, I mean, that's an era where some of, uh, you know, some of my original favorites, all, you know, the Virginia Beach Ganny started in that era. Um, you know, the chem line more or less started a little bit after that era. Uh, so there was definitely uh, some, you know, there, was, there was some interesting uh, flowers coming out of the scene at that time. And I think, you know, as you have, you know, I hate to use the Grateful Dead reference or the fish reference, but now you have people traveling back and forth coast to coast around the country and you know bringing the fl- their favorite flower from massachusetts out to you know oregon or bringing their favorite flower of oregon back to the east coast uh, and so as these kind of nomadic tribes moved around uh they spread the good herb with them i'm a firm believer in that oh yeah and again like it's interesting how it all just uh sort of radiated from those different crews mm-hmm. growing similar plants and just grown them well you know what i mean sure. and like that's kind of the the, the the interesting thing when it gets bigger and more people growing it mm-hmm. you start to see a lot of strains that deviate quickly because grown under the right conditions they produce fire sure. grown under the wrong conditions they don't they actually I mean they'll sometimes they'll go they'll be if they're picked early enough they'll mm-hmm. be good if they've grown too long they are like or literally like become a different plant almost just because 
they're so sure. sad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like sure. a, and there's nothing worse than a sad OG yeah. or a sad camera because you don't know how to grow it. You know what I mean? I've seen that sometimes where it's just like locked up and oh yeah, you well, know, people I mean, don't get they, it. And, you know, some some varieties, as you know, have a lot more challenges within them than others. You know, some are you know as easy as set it and forget it, and others take you know all the care in the world to turn out. A nice finish. So, when you were growing up, what was your favorite? Um, were, were you growing at all, or were you kind of like, uh, you know, waiting till you were older? Uh, olding, uh, you know, growing up in Virginia Beach, where I grew up, uh, there was certainly, you know, a lot of you know, just swag and Mexi and probably some Jamaican too. But once the Ganny hit the scene, the Virginia Beach Ganny, uh, which was right around 91 ish, if I'm not mistaken that really changed the game for us locally. That's the first flower that we saw that was, you know, what would we refer to later, like probably a year later, as kind bud. And um, that flower really kind of changed our, shifted our perspective. When I left Virginia Beach and went up to the D.C. area for college, then I started to run into more of these uh, varieties that are coming out from California, um, you know, there were we were getting G13 back there. We were getting the Pluton. We were getting a couple others, and eventually, when we get to the mid 90s, that's when the four-way hit, and that one was the next one for us that really shifted the game. Yeah, uh, the Fairfax four-way, as it's called now, I believe. And when I was working at Sensi, they had the 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 four-way, which mm -hmm. is the four-way indica. Mm -hmm. And then they had the four and more, mm -hmm. which was the four-way sativa, and they kind of discontinued that whole line when they yeah. bought over Neville shit. And when they bought Neville stuff, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just sitting there working at the spot mm -hmm. and uh, clearing out all their gear mm -hmm. and bringing in their his gear. And I, I mean, I knew it was kind of going on, but it wasn't like so apparent that he was. Coming back from Australia, and it was like, all right, now we're <laughs> now it's how we're leveraging all this fucking cash mm -hmm. that we're paying is we're gonna, you know, get this get this uh, whole line. And mm -hmm. but the, so I grabbed one of the last packs, and I was stoked, mm -hmm. and I grew it, and it was one of the first. It was when I first started working there too, mm -hmm. and I had some great, awesome, small short hazes that were mm -hmm. like leathery and weird, but they tasted awesome and I was like yeah. I'd already cut them down I didn't, wasn't even thinking about it and was looking at the stumps and the <laughs> smoking the weed and I'm like fuck that was really good like, yeah. it was like never again you know like the the one that got away in a sense because sure. they never made that pack again and I was like oh that uh, it was definitely all haze you know so it was, it was great that Fairfax four way is straight out of the Sensi Indica pack. I mean, that's the, that was a selection from that pack that started in '95 in the Northern Virginia area. Era, and uh, uh, to this day, there are a couple folks out there that still maintain that mm -hmm. cut. Now it's definitely uh, drifted a little. Uh, it's not the same thing that it was originally. But you know, anything held for that long is you know has the uh, you know propensity, at least to epigenetic drift. You know, it can happen. Yeah. Yeah. And people, uh, thirty years later, you know, people uh, grow it so differently that it goes mm -hmm. quickly. Like maybe two generations, and you're like, oh, okay, well, right, that 
It's definitely not the one that I know. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. And some people maintain things proper. It's, just, it's with everything, you know. Sure, absolutely. Um, what's your favorite growing technique? Right now, uh, soil organics. Uh, you know, it's, I do liquid organics at this point with some top dressing. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of teas. I uh, up until about two years ago, I actually ran cutting edge for a good long time and was running kind of one of those hybrid uh, blending of you know organic compounds with synthetic salts. And I was a fan of that for a while. I won't lie, uh, but uh, I got back into running some BioBiz uh, mm -hmm. a couple years ago. My lady was actually the rep for a minute there, and. Um, when I was doing my blind test comparisons with some friends of mine, uh, the the it wasn't over, it wasn't unanimous, but about eighty percent came back, you know, liking the organically grown. Which yeah, yeah there's always going to be a better flavor, For as sure. far as I'm concerned. With that, yeah. you know, you never get it out of straight salts ever. Uh, yeah, you'll get well, a look. Well, the hard part is that some people are used to that crutch that it's like, and. I, I get it because it's like you know people get scared they lose their investment or whatever. Mm -hmm. No matter if they're growing organically or not, they're gonna fucking go and buy the strongest shit, like throw it at it. It's like ah, save this, please. Right. And by that point, it's you know it's usually harder because control. Let's say. Well, and I like to finesse the plant. You know, I don't like to really force it mm. too hard. I'm trying to coax these secondary metabolites and different expressions uh, versus like forcing the plant to do it so, yeah big, big fan of potassium well it's nice okay. when you once you get it's it's very simple because it was it's not it can be really hard too sure. but that's our curse is making things so hard but in general if you get like it takes a little while to get it rolling mm -hmm. gets rolling and as long as everything's under control it's it's kind of interesting because it's like a lot of things it's like when you're not sick mm -hmm. you're like I wonder how people get sick. And then when you get sick, you're like, oh, so fuck it. how do people not get sick? Like, you're like, you're like it, it's so quick and easy to like realize how sensitive we are. Imagine plants, you know what I mean? So right. it's like we're already like pretty good at pretending not to be in pain or something's not wrong and right. go like X amount of time without checking it out. With plants, it could be overnight. Like you come sure. back and you're like, "What the fuck? It's all curly and weird." And then all of a yeah. sudden, it never ha never goes back. Like it just keeps going south. And those are usually like just pretty obvious later on. You're like, "Oh, sure, yeah." I was kind of like dumping all this stuff into a plant that's so small into a tiny little cup, right. and I wouldn't even change nothing. <laughs> and I was totally lazy or whatever. Or I stuck it into some gigantic pot, and you're like, yeah, what, then what? And then I just kept pouring water on it. Uh -huh. <laughs> but I think it's not going to help. You know, there was, like, kind of dumb, dumbish. And then there's just people who have literally bad luck, and they grow sure. uh, males and whatever. There's a million sob stories. I, I work in a grocery store, so I see, you know, hundreds of people a week with all kinds of interesting little stories, you know. See it all, that's for sure. Yeah. For sure. And uh, what was your uh, sort of like? Because nowadays it's it's amazing how cannabis is uh, almost yes at the rock. I don't know. I don't know if there's rock bottom. Yeah, I can't say rock bottom because <laughs> nobody can really predict, right? But True. there is sort of situations where you're like, wow, there's so much fucking weed being grown yeah. by so many people so well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and some places, you know, even 
like compared to the success rate because of the conditions, I think, mm-hmm. and the uh, just the type of people compared to a lot of other places where it's just a straight up failure. Like people were telling me about New Jersey. Mm-hmm. No, no offense, people in New Jersey, but that these guys are growing just tons and tons of like russet plate infested horrible yeah and having no problem selling it and you're just like what like imagine if they just grew good it, proper and i have no idea who it is so i'm not going to say any names but it's all i heard sure it's joyzy joyzy uh, I, and i could imagine you know i mean well, <laughs> imagine doing that much uh build out in a place and then not at the same time you know, controlling your right. your atmosphere at all, or and caring enough to control it, which is that's what blows my mind. And uh, you got a little bit of I, I heard you earlier spitting sort of knowledge on the rusted mite and mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. and the. Uh, I mean, okay. First of all, I want to know: is it true mm. about the? People spraying it on the side of the roads. <laughs> <laughs> that has been documented and seen here. So, yeah, what is that rumor come like, like that ODOT and Caltran were spraying to eradicate star thistle? I mean, I can go deep with this one. And that, you know, the russet uses heat signatures for target plants, and the star thistle and cannabis have almost an identical heat signature. And so, you know, it was used to spray in the medians on along the highways to get rid of the star thistle. And, of course, you know, once the star thistle's gone, then now we have, oh, look, there's cannabis. We can go munch on that. You know, that's a great theory. To me, it's nothing but a population game. Oh. Right? More people get involved. The easier things are passed from one person. It's just like people. You know, when there were 15 people on the planet, there weren't very many diseases. You put millions and millions of people here, there's a whole lot of them, and new ones that, you know, that evolve. Uh, so the, you know, the russet game, the root aphid game, now we have the, vir- the viroid, you know, all of these issues are you know, certainly systemic within our industry, but you know, the bad actors are the vectors for those problems. Uh, you know, when you have nurseries, giant nurseries that are, you know, selling hundreds and hundreds of plants to yeah. consumers Ugh. that are infested or infected, you know, that's doing a significant disservice to the community. And but it's also perpetuating and furthering mm. this problem on a greater scale. Well, I think with the uh, with the latent uh, aptoid virus, mm-hmm. which is really kind of new to a lot of people, mm-hmm. that's already that's the new russet mite in the sense of like if you went into any room and you didn't know anybody or you know you didn't feel like just shutting somebody down you just be like what's that like, like, like first right. thing you do is get them all scared sure see any curl leaf <laughs> so i can tell them it's a russet mite right it wouldn't be half the time too because a lot of times it's just dehydration yeah right? little, like, there's a lot a of dry there's, environment will do that too <laughs> there's a little yeah. there's a couple other reasons that the you know the actual leaves curl up but <laughs> Actually, a lot of times, you know, mm-hmm. you walk in, you'll be like, oh, man, there it is. Once you know it, you see it, it's weird. It's like one of those things where you almost, you got to, like, tag three other people. For sure. You're like, all right, tag, you're it. Right. <laughs> like, you it's, got it, too. Yeah. No, it really is like that. It's so fucking weird. And, yeah. and you cannot see it forever, which is awesome, right. and that's the way it should be. But, right. oof, 
once you see it, it pops up all over the place. Yeah, like, we're we're getting that way with like you know, so I can you know root root aphids and russets I can call from a mile away these days, and then the viroid getting better and better and training the eyes and seeing what it looks like in early veg and what it looks like in later veg or early bloom and how those plants uh, have a lack of development and you know certain. It's it's very interesting too because a lot of this you know viroid is passed by just pruning, using that same pair of scissors from one plant to the next, mm -hmm. and when that infection happens, it infects certainly that just that one branch first, mm -hmm. but then it moves through the plant given enough time. So when you hear people talk about like oh like I had a dudded branch right or I did you know the half the plant was good and half the plant was bad, it's because you know that virus only had a certain amount of time to move through that plant and only had that amount of time to infect those areas. Mm -hmm. Given a longer run, it'll it'll run through an entire plant. Yeah, so like, that's like so you can't keep moms and, and that right. kind of kills that whole vibe. Well, and it's, you know there's potential well, you now, can, but you got to be really careful with them. Right, right. You just have to you know have a have a different pair of scissors for every mom. It's real simple. <laughs> you know. You have, hang, you have to hang the scissors off the mom. Yeah. Yeah. Each mom has its own pair of scissors. Exactly. Tie it off. There you go, man. Scissors. 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 Just went up. Forty percent. Send me a check, Chickamasa. <laughs> but yeah, you'd have to just uh, think like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or yeah. just a blade for each one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just different mm -hmm. blades. Just creating better practices. You know. Stanley. Because, Stanley's gonna sponsor the show now. Yeah, new blade for every plant. Yeah, there you go. Makes it easy. They don't have to think about it. Just okay. think like a doctor. Yep. Walk around with a doctor smock. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so if you know, tell them to come in that room, we're going to show them. I mean, wax. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it's a kind of. Yeah, 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 the, the, the threat is real, though. You know, it's out there and it's, it's marching forward at a rampant rate, you know. Um, it's uh, it's infecting a lot of places, even in the state. You know, um, no, I, I've already seen examples of it. I think, and, and we're actually going to do a show um, with DGS Labs from, nice. from and they're going to do a whole thing on testing for that. Mm -hmm. And uh, just think we have like, I'm not going to say any number, but they have a shitload of tests. Let's say <laughs> if I see a number, it's going to be way off and we are wrong. Mm -hmm. But uh, they have a whole bunch of different viruses that they want to talk about that no one's talking about. So oh, like, cool. oh, That'll be interesting. Yeah, that should be great. Let's get us more tickets. Like, I was already tweaked out with mites <laughs> right back in the day. And I'd be like, no. Yeah. But the funny thing is, you know, speaking of mites, mm -hmm. I hadn't seen them in years and I just saw some the other day and I was like, holy shit. I haven't seen a mite in years. Like, but it's so bad. hot, you know what I mean? It's so fucking dry. Oh, and at, least with the, at least with those, we have clear paths to solution, you know, these days. Whereas, you know, like you said, years and years ago, that was like a pull-your-hair-out event, you know, sometimes. I know it was for me in the early days, you know. Well, people didn't care. That was the thing. They, right. They tried all... Well, you, or you did care, but you didn't think too hard. You were like... Sure. Get to spray this stuff on them. Raid. Wow, it seems to work. <laughs> well, yeah, and and even like uh, just not understanding like photo how the 
sun affects it or mm-hmm. some of the, the lights and stuff and spray at the wrong time and burn everything up <laughs> make it look worse you know what i mean it'd be like oh great do you do a lot of indoor growing and stuff or? uh yeah main, primarily indoor growing yeah. i mean i've done some outdoor small runs of, you know, east coast and west coast at this point i, I prefer you know having that uh, ultimate control uh for what i do and i feel like i definitely get that you know on the indoor side of things um, I mean, you know, indoor, as you know, can get very, very complex, but you can also be pretty simple with it, too, and still maintain, you know, good plant health and good results at the end. Yeah. That's what I'm generally, you know, shooting for is, uh, you know, a good final product. I think that's just about, hopefully should be just about everybody's goal. But, um, so tell us about the dog walker and sort of sure the, the, uh dog walker yeah um is that, is that, that's, that is kind of your that's your, your, your thing that's your, the thing that's yeah your that's, bubble that's gum. what that's your bubble gum for it, it is it's what definitely put me on the map and um it really uh um so like i don't know like oh nine maybe in 2010 i went to visit a friend of mine down in cali he had just gotten a forum cut and uh was uh talking about how you know people are paying all kinds of money for the cut and it's so valuable and so he gives it to me and I take it up to Oregon and I run the forum cut up here and I mean it was it was a cool looking plant and it smelled okay and it was kind of stony but I just like yeah, I could did. not for the life of me understand like why it had such a wild value attached to it so I get back into my buddy and he says oh well you know they just do these very limited releases and they make it very hard for anybody to cut and I'm thinking, okay, this is just like market manipulation and marketing at its finest. And I that inspired me at the time because right at that moment is when prices in Oregon started to slip. And, you know, good friends of mine, people who I respected as growers, weren't doing any less work. They weren't trying any, you know, they were trying just as hard as ever, but starting to get less and less for that work that they were putting in. But I just had this concept, you know, if I could put something into their universe that no one else could get, that had some type of you know marketable value perhaps everybody could ask for a little bit more when they were doing their dispensary deals and stuff like that and um at the time i had come for and i was running a cross that i'd originally done back in 05 which was an albert walker og just using a little self-pollen from og onto the albert walker for that and i had two plants in the room one that was stable uh, that one went on to be called beefcake the other one was not which i collected a little pollen and hit the chem four with it and from those seeds uh i actually gifted uh, five or six of them to a friend of mine a co-worker and he cracked them and he said that is this one that's musky he kept saying it's musky it's musky and i thought what a weird description for cannabis you know but i guess okay dank musky whatever and when the first flower came off the, you know, the first harvested flowers came off and were dried, um, I knew immediately there's, this is, you know, it's gas for days. It's not like anything else that's out there right now. Uh, this could be the one. So I uh, shared it with seven other people specifically. And it was this whole, you know, this is the rate. <laughs> nobody gives it out. Nobody sells the cut, no matter how much anybody offers you. I and mean, there were some crazy offers in that first year and a half or so of its existence that were all turned down. Um, and so for about 18 months, we kept it intact and we were all able to, you know, get what we wanted for it. Eventually, there's fractures, people slip up, people get robbed, things like that happen. And, 
you know, once that's, you know, then it's out there. At the time, the tube was also right when medical testing was starting. And so this was like one of the first varieties that I'm aware of. I know it's one of the, I think it's the first one in Oregon that um, hit the 30% mark with our first lab here. Mm -hmm. And this was a guy, you know, this is Sunrise Analytical. This was an older gentleman. He was a senior water analyst. You know, he had nothing to inflate numbers. No need to do that. Right. Um, so immediately the the value in the dispensaries kind of, you know, you had this novelty of it having this really high, not only terpene content, but also cannabinoid. Um, as soon as I got in the dispensary system, I started getting feedback from dispensary owners. Uh, one in particular was said that there was a couple patients who have had these profound experiences with uh, uh, cluster headaches and mm -hmm. that particular variety being a solution. And for me, that was the next kind of aha moment. Um, you know, yeah, we have this whole like market manipulation thing going on, on one side, but now we've actually found something that's providing good medicine for people who really, really need it. Right. And you know, so for me, that it's was cool when uh, you get. It's cool when you get like uh, the testimonial. You know? Yeah, the real, the real deal. Like people actually get like I got, you know, like in pains for my whole life from you know mm -hmm. forty years, and all of a sudden it's like bam. Because of your variety, or because yeah. of something that you, it was, and it's like, whoa! You know, it was a profound experience for me. Didn't you know? even think, didn't think that was going to happen. No, that that was, you know, that was never the original intention, but it very rapidly then became the driving force. Um, but we still tried to hold it tight. You know, uh, the thing was, is we didn't want it flooded into the marketplace. We didn't want to devalue it by making it available to everybody. But we made it available to the people we thought, you know, who we, you know, we come to learn you know, definitely needed it. Yeah, yeah, um, and so. and uh, and then it makes you kind of wonder of all the fine details that different strains have, and so yeah. some probably you know affect people so differently, and you know some of us are just chasing the super you know racy high, and sure. some people don't even like that. <laughs> but right. then, you know that, but that's like that's actually the point of the whole thing. It's like one of those, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, how long is that? So, so it's been like about what, fifteen years? Oh no, 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 no. That one's not quite that long. Um, that one's about eight, nine, eight-ish, nine years. Well, oh five is when I did the uh, OG and Albert Walker. Oh, okay. And I just had, yeah, I had a stressed OG plant that popped a spike gotcha. and pulled it and used it on an Albert Walker. And then the the, the Albert Walker OG cross was. Um, Really, really strange because, you know, I mean, if you know Albert Walker, it's not a huge flower. OG is certainly not a huge flower, but the cross would make these giant, giant colas. Um, but whenever we found a stable one, inevitably, it would lose clonability over time. Mm. So you get 18 months out from the, you know, from the seed crack and you couldn't get a clone to take. And this happened a couple times over and over, so we just kind of gave up. Was that like hollow stems and stuff? A lot of um, stems? No, it wasn't. It was. It was really weird, man. Um, so you know, the first round off the seed, we could take a tray of fifty, and fifty would root, no problem. Mm -hmm. Next round, forty-four would root. But by the time you got about five generations out, uh, I had a, we had a time a friend took a hundred, and I took fifty, and we couldn't get a single one to root. Hmm. Uh, which is, you know, to me, is just a is a drift, and you know, I mean, we know drifts can happen, uh, but these were grown in different environments. And Weird, different yeah, very, very strange. I agree. 
Well, you know, uh, I've never had that happen to me ever since, but with that one in particular. Uh, yeah, I've had mostly good first couple couple rounds, and mm -hmm. I'll have things go haywire just because it's complete uncleanliness or whatever. You know, sure. Usually takes about two or three rounds before things start to catch up on you. You're like, oh yeah, I probably never really checked behind there, right? And all of a sudden you get oh, yeah. it's like, oh shit. That was so since a lot of us grow in crazy places or used to at least mm -hmm. now That's everything's true. more clinical, everybody's got a little bit more, you know, inspections, they gotta do uh -huh. shit. And all of a sudden you're like, Oh, okay, this is the way it should have been run. Right. But I like I still like the old you know, old school yeah. Rocking an old barn or rocking a, sure. yeah. <laughs> a <laughs> so basement like, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I still love that vibe where you're like, yeah. you know, it feels like converted, home, right? converted, <laughs> yeah, converted your bedroom into mm -hmm. something, and then don't ever, don't ever go to that door, right? <laughs> <laughs> Leave that one alone. That's like a classic. Yeah. <laughs> and now, uh, yeah, it's weird because it's like if you're not doing it big and hard and doing mm -hmm. everything the way, you know you can right now then people think you know like the harder you go the more friction you get so I'll move over to, uh, to John from Fidus thank you for yeah. hosting us again so let's see how's your sound good, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. okay <laughs> double check that check that yes yeah. uh, so you guys are, you know, been growing hard. You know, here growing for about a year now, plus a little bit. Like for the vertical operation, yeah, yeah, for it's about a year now, a little over, and uh, still maintaining a complete like no-till vibe. Or, or what are you guys doing with your stuff? No, style? it's no, actually, it's individualized pots, okay. organic. So yeah, top dressings. How big a pots you guys got? Uh, Ten gallons. Oh, okay, so you're not so big. Run about 165 plants to. If we were on smaller, we could do more. Um, but usually 165 <coughs> is comfortable in our 20 light. This is a 725 square. Mm -hmm. And so uh, those are all just top fed by you guys, or? Yeah, we pretty much control it from start to finish and really try to just give it exactly what it needs, nothing more. Um, really work on the finish times. You do a lot of buffalo and you guys are. Or you uh, do we do game. use buffalo, but uh, like you know, you got to know when to use your inputs and when not to use your inputs. So to creating teas, yeah, we like to use buffalo. Yeah, for tea. phages and stuff, and you know, early flower. But um, I tend to go. I try think to, we we try to go veganic as fast as we can once we oh. we, we build up the plant. You know, as far as where it's pulling its nutrients from. Nice. Yeah, I think if you just. Uh, like anything, give it a good start, push it along, and you know have a good environment and move and things move quick. That's the nice thing about cannabis in general is that it's like it's faster than you think, but it's slower than some want. You know right. I mean, like, but, but the reality is, it's not that fast. It's not that slow. It's just kind of slow in the beginning, and mm -hmm. you have to like work it and kind of get things rolling, and then all of a sudden things are rolling nice. And then it's like it's a lot of work, so people get kind of grumpy. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you do it enough time, you inevitably get a little grumpy every now and then, right. year after year after year. What, <laughs> what's your uh, 
what's your vibe on cannabis now and it's kind of like direction uh me yeah right now uh it's, it's uh definitely not the world that i entered into it's very very different uh some of it's for the better but some of it's definitely for the worse um you know i i, I hope that we can maintain over time a craft market so that the really, really dedicated folks that have been doing this a long time have a place for their wares to be celebrated. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, we just, uh, you know, more and more people get involved, the more uh, tomfoolery there seems to be in the industry. You know, the, the corporatization of it hasn't been pleasant, that's for sure. Um, have you noticed? Uh I mean, obviously, I think everybody's noticed, but you've you noticed like a bigger corporate vibe going on here in, in Oregon, also. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I mean, when billionaires are backing grows, uh, I mean, it's 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 a it's a different world, you know, and it's a different. Uh, yeah. It's an unfortunately, it's it's it sometimes produces a different plant too, you know. Yeah, I think so. I mean. Uh, like I said, it's, you know, to to because it goes so fast. Mm -hmm. if, if the right person gets behind it and sees the numbers, they they realize they can gain a lot of short term mm -hmm. just by dumping salt or whatever. But if they have a, any kind of a long term plan or they really want to you know do a community service or grow for themselves or you know not to sound corny but like grow for the future or whatever, yeah, then, right. then you want to just do organic. Anyway, because sure. it's like a no-lose situation, I think. Right. You know I mean, I mean everybody's yeah. winning in that world, yeah. <laughs> yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Um, I, I agree more. What about you, John? Yeah, it's sustainable, regenerative farming, organic practices. Like, we, you know, we begin with our animal byproducts, you know, like fish. We openly not use fish products in the beginning, but, you know, building up your plant, giving them exactly what it needs, and then yeah. enough. I mean... And you don't have a high PPM value too. You don't have to worry about uh, flushing things down the drain. I have a. We don't have any excessive waste that we create. Mm -hmm. um, our soil is very good for them taking you know, vegetables and yeah. fruits. That's. I mean, that is a nice part about that like uh, working soil for cannabis for you know a, a few rounds. At least you know, if not, you know, if depending on where you live, if you live somewhere that's super you know open and wide you can just like put it aside and mm -hmm. work it work it into something later you know what i mean mm -hmm. there's like it's like an endless uh it's a nice it's a nice product to have a shitload mm -hmm. of it's like okay i got a shitload, a shitload of extra soil whatever yeah. as long as it's you know in, in good condition and kept in good condition and worked in some way shape or form it's nice to have yeah. but for the most part uh you know when you're growing in beds and you're growing in like situations where you would uh where you would uh, want to grow again at least three, four, five times, and all of a sudden you're like, all right, now each time your crops come down, so it's a good, it's a good, you know, and each time you put a little bit, a little bit in there, figure mm -hmm. it out, you know, mm -hmm. see what's see what's been robbed, grow cover crops, you know, and I, I'm like the same, like fish products and things like that mm -hmm. are, I think, you know, when you're building your soil, yes, mm -hmm. like. As a fix, no, because it's like you know it's too strong. Like it's kind of like shock. 
you know, it, it'll work if you make a tea or yeah. something super duper light with it. But for the most part, it's like you know, the things like that are better to use in the front end or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Less is more. Just yeah. an amazingly small amount. Like if you have like you know, four hundred gallons of soil, you're like sprinkling a couple handfuls of something. That's right. You know, it's it's, it's bit, right, and that's like, a, <laughs> and that'll actually, you know, that's good. You're yep. good you know, that's but, nice. Plenty there. <laughs> do the job, that's for sure. But at the same time, uh, yeah, those kind of things take a while to break down, so you can kind of think along those lines. Well, that's why your organic gardener is usually a little more patient than your salt farmer. You know, uh, there's a there's a breakdown. You know, it's all pushing, 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 pushing. You know, get it now, instant gratification. So, um, so because right now our cameras are up here and seeing us right here. So, all of our beautiful, beautiful, mm -hmm. nice displays <laughs> are hidden amongst the cameras. So, so, everything that wants to be displayed has to be picked up, talked up, up, and talk about. <laughs> yeah, like so if there's something of yours anywhere, anywhere, like you're like, oh wait a minute. Right. Oh, you can. I can reach out and, and, and touch oh, somebody. You can reach out. You know, anything yeah. if you're out because I don't know who's well, what. I mean, so if anybody wants to talk about any of the products that are here, highlight not, John. Want to highlight some of your products? And we're smoking on the shiatsu kush, which is um, a Japanese land race. I had a shiatsu uh, pick me up. <laughs> well, it was actually a. a Lift with a shiatsu yeah, in it, <laughs> and about to see it. I was all, "Whoa!" <laughs> uh, that's two yeah. thumbs up on that one, though. I like that one a lot. It's good flavor. Uh, so, what's this cross? Shiatsu is just a pure Japanese land race. Really? What, who? Do you know if that's like northern Japan, where it's like um, those little islands, or is it like? Yeah, the the we got it from a breeder in Canada, the BC Bud Depot. You know, they've been the releases for a substantial amount of time. So we got it offline a few years back. You know, it's a cheap seed. Hmm. Um, I think we paid a couple bucks for them or something. I don't even know. Um, we went through, hunted, hunted outdoors. It actually has a pink pistol when it grows outdoors. Nice. Uh, we we selected the female that we were keeping outdoors. It's not like a spicy, kind yeah, of a the, spicy the plant. Dominant terpene. It's just biosamine, um, yeah. which its main uh, you know value is like antifungal properties. Nice. Um, but then it has just little traces of lemonine. <coughs> uh -huh. Some other things in there that kind of give it a nice you know midday time. Like I like it. It's hot. It's picking me up right now. So it's it's yeah. also been really popular just because people are like, ooh, you know, Japanese land race. Yeah. It hmm. grows really well. Um, you know, similar thin, thin leaves for like fat no, it's broad leaf. It's, it's broad like leaf. it's like a short squatty, uh -huh. very hardy. Uh -huh. um, we thought it was going to be a you know like a potentially C CBD dominant cultivar, but there's no CBD at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. There you go. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sometimes it's funny too because you get the opposite where you have stuff that you don't believe has CBD in it, and other times it's like it's so obvious even when you taste it, you're like, "Oh, dude, you didn't notice that? Like, it tastes like that cherry right. CBD." Okay. Kind of, which I actually don't mind. I actually like that flavor. Oh, it's not bad. It's. it could be a lot worse, you know. Uh, right. I think a lot of folks too. Now that you have like the hemp game going on, there's some producers out there that are 
pulling modern J flavors like into those CBD hemp lines, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think the the folks that are doing that um, are helping to kind of change the game to make that flower more have more appeal to a broader, you know, group of folks. So, like bringing that med tree seeds. I don't know if you know that group. Those guys do a lot of crossing of yeah. like current stuff with their CBD, mm-hmm. you know, heavy CBD lines. Right. To get those flavors in there. That's, that's definitely for the terps in the long run and also the, you know, the smokable flower market, mm-hmm. which, which mm-hmm. I love because it's so confusing that <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the only thing that'll work right, right now. Like, we just got to confuse them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's so that's like, what's uh, happening. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused. They're confused. Yeah. Especially because people are trying super hard to make shit. Like, I've seen candies that look more like weed than weed. Right. So you're like, all right, so how the fuck are they going to check a truckload of these? Right, right. 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 Good luck. You got to try those. Uh, Speaking of which, uh, oh, crop see circle. Uh, try- yeah, I, I, okay, so tell me all that. Let's go pick, pick one up. Yeah. Do some showcasing. Yeah. Buddies of mine. You can see yourself right there. Yeah, right you're there, holding, the you're crop circle. Jamie and Todd. Yep, great yeah. people. Tell us, tell us. Any other flies going to bother you? Very tasty products, for sure. You know, oh, yeah, really this is your moment to shine. Tell me. Small batch, obviously. Yep, Artesian. You guys, oh, these are chocolates. Oh, yeah. they're yeah, gone. Truffles, man. You got to travel. Oh, so. yeah, well, definitely. You I see, this, like, papaya. You got ginger. You got beef. Use it. Concentrates. No, they're not. Fly. Yeah, the fly is a little um fly. I literally I know I swear got, <laughs> I got I'll have a, a show at my house and the fly mm-hmm. will land on the mic and oh, no. just look at me while I'm trying to do <laughs> show. And like, I just do it like three or four times from the show. <laughs> Speaking of uh flies on the mic, mm-hmm. I gotta do some fucking sponsorship before my ship flip explodes because I think I am getting a uh I think I have a signal because I haven't seen MTI explode yet. So, no. MTI, you're alive. Yep, we're good? good. Okay, we're flowing. I, I don't know. Good. I think we're good. That's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're good. You're good. We're good. <laughs> okay, now we're good. I tested it upstairs. He's testing it. So, we're good still. As long as nothing's happening, we're good. I'm just saying we're good. That's all. Don't, <laughs> don't get all nervous now, mister. Uh, all right, so. Let's do a sponsor run. You're going to line it up and you have to tell me yes. something because I don't think I can see shit or right. know what's going on. We are going right into New Millennium. Obviously, New Millennium. Uh, these guys have been putting together a great formula. Like I said, like legends in the game, taking it to the fucking simple, simplest that they can, but at the same time, still very functional. And there's, it's not like there's. They still have six or seven products. I think maybe even eight now, but you know, using a little bit at the right times, and it's like you know, the idea of their stuff is seasonal and just smart. And on top of that, they've formulated it for dosatrons and and bigger, bigger, larger scale operations where people you know are, are getting to now where a bottle ain't going to do it. It's not a ma- matter of that. They're they're you know they want to do organic course but their their boss is like nope <laughs> we're not gonna allow that 
Budgets not going to allow. So you want to go with the next best thing, which is you know smart, sophisticated uh, nutrients that are uh, all able to be mixed with other nutrients and you know 100% like on point as far as their their uh, use of the right source materials and the guys behind them are some of the legends, like I said, legends of the game that have been doing the shit and putting together some of the. Mm-hmm. Original shit out there that was like, like the Bud Blood was one of their products. I was like, I don't remember how old that was, but that was like the original, original uh, Bud Expander There's thing. It didn't even make sense nowadays because you'd be like, you want to do what? <laughs> <laughs> you want to make your buds get bigger and fluffier? No, you, know, you want your buds to be tighter and strong. You know, so different times, different things. Yeah, but true. they were the first to sort of see that potential of unlocking that shit. You know? Uh, so, newmillenniumnutrients.com, you have, uh, tell them you want the done deal when you contact them, of course. And, uh, once again, newmillenniumnutrients.com. Hold on, I'm going to drink a little water now. Alrighty. Alright. Cool. Okay, that's good, Lisa. Still got you on the one, the one ear now, so... Uh, next up we got our buddies over at Incredibles the best edible company in Colorado now in Nevada in Massachusetts going all over the place going worldwide you just have to get, on, get online go to iloveincredibles.com check out their store finder check out their drops if you live in Colorado you can get their stuff you definitely want to know when and where they're going to have their stuff because it's gone quick just like this I think it's going to be when I can actually open it up because I'm never going to try. <laughs> uh, the uh, guys over at Incredibles, they also make it some of the best, most consistent edibles because they grow their own products. They have, uh, you know, control of what's going in, the input's there, they know exactly what they got. They also have their own, uh, they have their own, uh, what? This uh, extraction sure? equipment that they built. So I would, I would, I would consume it, and they. If you want to? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Hold on. <laughs> and they, uh, like I said, you you want to get on the top of their gear if you're if you're in Colorado. And they also have non-edibles, uh, bath bombs, and all sorts of good shit. So go to iloveincredibles.com, check them out. Soon come, we're going to have a big done deal for them. I don't know. We haven't, we haven't quite worked that one out, but we're working it on it. And uh, Build a Soil, mm-hmm. we, we definitely need to have them uh, get Jeremy on the show. He's such a busy guy. We're kind of getting into that zone where it might be almost the perfect time because when your shit's already down, things are going, you can kind of walk away, hopefully, for a day, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, definitely get on the show uh, on the phone at least because uh, we need to know what's going on over at Billy Swell because those guys have been putting down some great work get all your IPM from them uh, you can definitely get any kind of soil blends from them anything like that just go to uh, BillySwell.com or go to 855-877-SOIL take a call them direct and say what's up uh, tell them about the done deal of course uh, and we're also going to be talking with uh, Green Farms. 
Greenfarms.co, right? <laughs> Greenfarms. Uh, yeah, getting on to the Greenfarms.co, they're also, they're, they're more than just what they're covering kind of all bases right now. They've got a uh, shop down in Colorado Springs if you want to do through medical and you're having a baby in the Springs and medicals, narrowing our numbers down quickly. But, it's, <laughs> but at the same time, if you're there, you want to experience some no-till grown, properly, uh, you know, uh, treated, uh, actually not treated, I should say, just taken care of and grown the right way. So you can check out their stuff directly at their shop. Uh, you can also go to their grow shop, which is called Green Farms Feed and Seed, pick up some grow products there, which is uh, including their soil, which is buffalo and uh, their Rasta worms and Rasta rooster and a whole bunch of shit. Go check them out, greenfarms.co. Done deals, of course. Just throw it at them. Not, no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> no idea what you're doing, but they keep hearing that done deal. They know something's <laughs> happening. They're like, fuck. Keep hearing that shit. <laughs> but yeah, check them out, greenfarms.co. And seeds here now. No? Yep. Seeds here now. See, I'm on it, dude. Seeds here now. All right. Mr. Guy, uh, yeah, I'll be seeing him tomorrow. Uh, I was expecting him to be here today, but technically, I don't know. He's coming in tomorrow like a king. He always comes in. He likes to do that. <laughs> James is coming. <laughs> when, when, when? You never know because he'll, like, he'll stay in his room sometimes for the whole day, and then he'll show up. Or he'll come right away, and then he'll stay in his room all day. So you never know. It's, it's just one of the, one of the two. <clears throat> he'll be here tomorrow. Uh, I might do an update now that I... Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to figure out what the fuck's going on, because we, we somehow have one mic out of five working. So if something's going to happen, we're going to figure this out. We may do another little quick quickie. I might have to force MTI to come back to the spot or something. I don't know. We'll see. He's, he doesn't like it. I can tell he doesn't like that. I, I don't care. I'll take the stuff and <laughs> do it from my house. Yeah. Whatever. We, yeah. Exactly. Since only I need to be, be green screened out anyway. I'll just do this stuff here. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, so. Uh, oh, I'm out of town this weekend. I forgot. I'll get back uh -huh. on Sunday afternoon. So the guys over at SeedsHereNow.com, though, they are the best when it comes to genetics. They have pretty much 30-plus breeders at all times under their corral, sometimes like 40, I think, probably by now. Who knows? I'm just going to say 30 to be safe. Definitely knows more. Uh, <laughs> and just dealing with that many people and that many – like right now, the, the seed game is funny because it's it's – a lot of it's again the same problem where it's going to be a lot of remixing and a lot mm -hmm. of everybody's getting pissed off or mm -hmm. not pissed off or you know getting railroaded. Who knows? There's all just some different sides of it all. Mm -hmm. But he's real good about like you know kind of connecting with all the breeders and like making sure everybody's cool with the crosses that everybody made. And so it kind of gets cer certified in its own little weird way, which mm -hmm. you know can't call it certification, but at the same time it is kind of like just passing through all those breeders and having them appreciate, like if you use one of their things, you're going to give them credit or some, you know, some, something. And some people never did or never knew it. They know how, didn't know how, now they do. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, okay. 
you know, it's it's interesting to see as yeah. as the game gets more transparent, you know. Sure. Uh, so anyway, but here now is definitely those guys who you want to talk to. I think if you're into breeding, because you know you want if you're into breeding, you want to buy a seed. So obviously, to get in, you may not. Maybe you already have the best collection in the world. I don't know. <laughs> Some people do, but if you don't, or you want something really fucking sometimes really obscure too. He has, uh, you can always check them out and you'll be like, holy shit, that's like the last lost pack of whatever. Right. And it happens all the time. So check him out. Uh, c and uh, as always, done deal when you go into the, when you go into the checkout, done deal into the coupon. There it works 100%. Okay. Boom. Hit the button cheaper so yeah that one works uh and of course illuminar right so illuminarlighting.com it's i-l-u-m-a m-i-n-a-r l-u-m-i-n-a-r exactly uh illuminar illuminar lighting these guys also got pretty much everything covered so if you're into leds you want bars of those you want <coughs> some ceramic metal halides you're into double-ended bulbs for some reason you want some old magnetics they might have those downstairs they can go find those for you maybe but for the most part <laughs> most people, there's not many magnetic selling mm -hmm. lately maybe being used but i love when i get photos and i get like the stripes and then you first right. thing you're like what do you think about the plants you're like i don't know what kind of ballast you guys <laughs> you got magnetics you're like, how did you know like they're already especially everybody's like switching over yeah. they're insulted <laughs> <laughs> how did you know i had magnetics lines. like because i had the lines you're yeah. <laughs> so obvious so true. uh but no the guys over at luminar lighting got the best and the latest both leds regular uh like i said double-ended all that um Throw the done deal at them, of course. Illuminarlighting.com. Uh, and uh, with you know, if you have a large operation or something like that, definitely tell me. Definitely at that point, you want to buy a bunch of lights. You make sure you get that done deal because <laughs> that's the deal. Yep. You don't want to miss. You don't want to miss that. That's like a super done deal. Once you get like. We don't buy like a thousand lights. You got the triple done deal at that point, you know. <laughs> yep. The more lights, the better. No, but in general, I think it's uh, one of those things where you want pros setting your lights up too, because a lot of times people come in and they just way overdo it or underdo it, and either way you lose, you know. So get your stuff. If you're going to do anything of any kind of scale, get it mapped out properly. Nowadays, it's totally different. It used to be just like drill holes in the ceiling, throw lights up, hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes good, sometimes bad. You know, like holes in the wrong places, damage never fixed. Yeah, this, all those things. It's like one of those like, lights are terrible. Mm. I tried to always make bars and shit, which mm. was like kind of overkill for a lot of the places. So it was like one of those deals where I was like, well, let's overkill but it's underkill because otherwise it's going to be just a shitload of holes everywhere and then the guy's going to be pissed. Rather have four holes right. that are a little bit big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, over, a little overkill. Uh, in general, 
if you want, like I said, if you want to get your lighting done properly, go to these guys over at Illuminar. Ask for Scott. Uh-oh. Oh, this wouldn't be the Adam Dunn show without setting off the fire alarm. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Trying. What, what, what got uh, activated? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to do treasure or no? It's a voice to it. Oh, yeah, did we ever set the alarm off at treasure? Oh, God. Yes. What's that? Yeah. Did we ever set the alarm off there? I don't know. You got a shower cap? Yeah, we did. <laughs> we set it off, remember? In hotels. Oh, really? Shower oh, yeah. cap. Oh, oh yeah, we so definitely did. Yeah, remember, because we were in the back and we, we it was our fault. But oh yeah, that's right, and we didn't open the window or whatever. <laughs> yeah, hey. oh, uh -oh. See, it's going up again. This is just like the car show. We're going down. Yeah, it's just like the car show. It's not as bad though, because the cops yeah, are pulled the battery out. That's good. Unless he goes like, watch. <laughs> no. 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 Look at they're all programmed. They're all programmed. Oh my. God. You got a shower cap? Nobody's got a shower cap? Oh, boy. He knows. <laughs> <laughs> I usually have a, I have the Adam. It was a time when I was trying to make the Adam Dunn shower cap. Right. Show. Yeah. And that was my big concept. And we, did make a, we did make some, like, swag ones. I have, like, 300 swag ones at home. Oh, fun. Yeah. Be a nice addition to anyone's collection. Come on. I mean, everybody that... Who's listening to the show? We definitely want to show, show yeah. work out. <laughs> show work out. I'm done show work out. <laughs> so, um, what's your uh, future sort of uh, as far as yep. breeding with or crews <laughs> or kind of collaborations yeah. or where you feel like you're going to be like the next where people find you in a way? Sure. Um, so, real deal. You know, there was, uh, if I could just real quick, a couple years ago, I kind of set on a path to trying to figure out maybe launching like a seed line, seed company. Um, you know, a small one, though. Sorry, I, treasure, you know, I'll talk about you later. You know, that's later, uh, definitely something that uh, was a focus there for a little bit. But I really don't have the space to do it right. And if I want to do something, I want to do it right. I don't want to, you know, half-ass it, that's for sure, especially something like a seed line. Mm. Um, so this year I kind of came into a fork in the road, and that fork was, you know, pursue the seed thing, or maybe let's just find that those next, you know, elite varieties or next elite cuts that, you know, potentially can... <laughs> Oh, this is I hilarious. swirl effects. I was going to say, I wish everybody it's could like, see this. Yeah. <laughs> here, but it's like an interpretive dance or something. <laughs> yeah, we should almost turn the camera around. <laughs> uh, but, um, you know, so I think I'm going to, you know, I've got looking at a bunch of new uh, varieties, mostly of my own crosses, but some of some other folks. And, um, you know, I'm going to be looking for those handful of small, you know, uh, selections of from a larger pool uh of multiple different varieties to see if i can help you know put another dog walker out there or another scooby snacks or you know the ones the ones that you know tend to have staying power and that's it for me too is you know i just want to contribute to the community with varieties that stand the test of time that last that people are stoked on 10 years later just as much as they were the first day they you know came across it yeah, and also, uh, you know, so there's so many places that haven't, like, uh, you know, 
take when you give them something good, <laughs> you haven't been able to keep it there very long and give it a kind of shitty name because all of a sudden it gets more popular than it should. But like, mm-hmm. I think with the dog walker and, and those strains, and like, they kind of have that thing about where they're very much famous where they are at. Mm-hmm. Don't have, you know, have a few spots here and there, mm-hmm. and it's it's because everybody's became so like uh, sort of conditioned to their own version of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like you're fighting through the fucking things, but at the same time, you have to really something unique in a way. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm always want to kind of push my bar. You know, I don't want to ever, like, say, I'm, I'm done. I've done it all. You know, I, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the last eight years of my life have been just trying to, kind of, you know, trying to raise that bar just a little bit more, a little bit more in the pursuit of something better. What's, uh, uh <laughs> you're doing kind of like, uh, proper sort of, let say strain hunting, but as far as like right. going and looking for, do you have any land race kind of sure. connections? Like I mean, you? not, you know, I've just through uh, some of the genetics that I've procured through Seeds Through Coastal, um, you know, the Bob Hemphill's an old, old friend of mine from back in the day. Uh, you know, he's been nice enough to gift and share with me some really wonderful land race genetics. Uh, but I also, too, have, you know, seeds from things I did back in 04 and 05 and 06 that I still haven't cracked today. So I'm going back to some of those older genetics, too, uh, which for me is, <laughs> is not going to get any better. <laughs> this is too much. This is Amazing. too funny. We're waiting for the alarm to go off. Yeah, it's going to go off. Yeah, for it. sure. Yeah. Um, We're all watching, waiting. But yeah, you know, um, squatch is spinning around underneath it, like smoking. As they light up in the room, this is going off. Smoking straight underneath it. Amazing. So, yeah. I know. Well, we already kind of we said we agreed on that. Well, we're sitting in. We have an actual mountain of cannabis in front of us. Sure. <laughs> what else? Uh, tell me. Tell us about the. Yeah, some of the. Other stuff it, up here? Sure. Um, yeah, because you can pull. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll do this. You're, you're, you're pretty much the center right here. All right. You see uh, where you are. So you're like the center of attention. All right. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, if you stick it right uh, in front is, of your uh, face, it'll come good Scooby on the Scooby Tacks. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's, yeah. uh, you know. Face shot. The, uh, yeah, show by your face. Right by your face. Yeah. Hey, Hi, it's me. Uh, this is the Dog Walker and Forum Cut Cross. Uh, I you going to show it? Had a uh, very. Uh, unusual uh, experience with forum cut uh, in my situation. If I ran a single plant in the room, I would get one sack on the bottom branch. <laughs> if I put two, three, four, five, six, seven, or eight, no sacks. Can you see that? Yeah. I can't explain it to this day, but it closer? happened three different times. Yeah, you can get it closer and up a little bit. Uh, there you go. Uh, like that? Boom. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, good sir. So, we need to make a. Here's an interesting fact about this one. We got the whole thing, we got the crew working. Oh, there we go. Plastic. How many men does it take to cover up? How does it take to disengage? There you go. There you go. That was like setting a bomb or something. <laughs> <laughs> it did it. Uh, All right, we're good. 
ready to smoke tons of weed now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we haven't haven't so yeah. Uh, this is this is another one that's kind of interesting. Um, this is the Biz, uh, aka Dog Walker Four. This is actually a sister to Dog Walker. Mm-hmm. Um, this one tests traditionally a little higher and yields a little bit more. Um, a little more raggedy, maybe looking. But, well, it's got Chem Four in it, and you know, have you ever seen the bronzing effect of Chem Four, where the flower just kind of bronzes out over time? It's uh, oh, here. Compare yeah, it yeah, to yeah. the two, you know, and the dog walker. You can see structurally they're fairly similar, right. you know, but there's still some nuanced differences between oh, the two. Sure. Uh, and the the big difference for me is uh, on the flavor of that one. It's just the reverse of what I get with dog walker. Right. Um, the business kind of here's one I brought though that I wanted to get your opinion on, actually, if I may. Yeah, of course. Uh, this so this was given to me as a land race Burmese, and I know you are very very familiar with some Burmese from maybe back in the day. Yeah, a um, bit, and then not so. I mean, I've seen the Burmese uh, in Burma, and sure. it's sort of a little bit different than. Uh, because a lot of the Burmese stuff came out of Canada, right? Reefer Man, yeah, right, pretty much. Yeah, abroad, I mean, yeah. he he definitely was working with some stuff. Okay, uh, but like it's just a lot came through that area, and um, from there to Amsterdam, and mm-hmm. that's where you know. The thing about like a lot of times there was so much bullshit in between. I, when I got stuff, I would be like, "Well, right. no, we'll never know." Is this really <laughs> I won't this or that? that? Right, right. This is fruity, though. Yeah, fruity, colony. Um, I get all kinds of different things off of it. Well, not a real head thumper, but you know, not everybody wants their head thumped, I guess. I certainly do. But which is you ever ever tested? So no, no. I, this is my first run of it. Actually, <laughs> was this this is this round right here? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was gifted to me by an older gentleman who called it a sativa-leaning Burmese. And I had just run recently from Coastal Seeds, uh, their Burmese land race, yeah. uh, which is more of a broad leaf, a uh, significant And this one doesn't, you know, super narrow leaf. I mean, but it's definitely not I like it. Super I mean, I, I like it. It's interesting. Yeah? The one that we, was a male that we used, so right. we never really, we didn't get to get the nose so much off of it. Mm-hmm. And it was a little bit, I mean, it was really broad leaf. That's mm-hmm. why this doesn't seem like. Right. Oh. So but this is really nice. I like this. Yeah, my yeah, please have some. Uh, my idea was to take the broadleaf male, and you know, actually pollinate, which I have pollen from, mm-hmm. and pollinate this with that to kind of get into this kind of hybrid Burmese. Yeah, if they are to you know, true. It's, to it's, both it's, true it's unique enough. Well, it's yeah. unique enough to to pursue this because yeah. it, it does have a very distinct and yet not. Like, oh, that's fucking Blue Dream. Or, right, 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 right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I find it to be very complex, you know. Uh-huh. Lots of different layers in that and flower. You, and you grew this from seed? Uh, no, this was given to me as a clone. Oh, this was given to you as a clone. Yeah, right? this was passed on as a clone, yeah. Hog leg coming through. And so, um, <clears throat> so all these buds are grown same it's all same, same plant. Yeah, so I grow, yeah, that's all same plant. Um, I grow under uh, CMH lighting. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, active air exchange, nothing too, too fancy. Um, uh, no uh, supplemental CO2, just a very rapid air exchange. 
Yeah, that, I mean, in Holland, it was nobody used here to, to, to. It was kind of like I felt cheated all the time because I'd look at people's rooms in the states and I'd be like, "Fucker, get like." And every it was also pounds versus kilos. Like I was getting like say eight kilos, and these guys were getting forty pounds, and I was like, "It was more interesting, but it felt like a lot more." You know what I mean? I'd be like, "What?" You know, so they got actually more and then more. You know, because, <laughs> <laughs> because it was like I was, really, I was always jealous, mm-hmm. but I also didn't it was just. Not pretty makes sense there because you, you unless you had like some sort of delivery service and you had like the right building and mm-hmm. cool people, mm-hmm. you could never keep up with what we we're doing. So unless you lived in the country and you had balls, you could kind of go by and get it all the time because people were you know, people the farther away you got from the city, the more they wanted to bust people because <laughs> they were like oh, little farmers. You know what I mean? So right, right, and they seen it all. They all grew and they all did it back in the in the day so sure by the time i got there in the early 90s it was mm-hmm. already kind of dead you know what i mean as far as like the that's interesting though that's an interesting uh, perspective you have there too of it well from when you arrived you know yeah and nowadays it's like you've set up like like it's, it's the legal challenge that's the hardest part right? mm-hmm. like, uh, so back back see swinging it back over mm-hmm. to john the talkative guy over there <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, you know, you just have to get up every day and execute. I would say that's the most important part to the recreational system that we're all in. You know, it's uh, it's challenging, but you know, that's what you got to do if you want to make it. What's the uh, what's the biggest hurdle around here? Like as far as the or like. Obviously, I think everybody thinks that the whole thing's overflow and it's all mm-hmm. it's all done. Organs swimming in weed, so cheap. It's like you can just go outside and people will give you pounds and say whatever, pay me later. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not. It's actually yeah, nothing like that, right? Yeah. So the medical community can come through and buy a half pound a day, um, and then the recreational community can come pounds per day. Uh-huh. Um, so that's the difference really as far as people coming in and buying bulk flour or just buying grams. So it's kind of two different classifications. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't, we're, we're doing just fine. Like there's been the turnaround in the last, you know, few months. And uh, I think it's just uh, like in any point in this recreational system, I don't know if, if you've been paying attention to this too, Rich, mm-hmm. there's specific times where if the relationships aren't good with the producers and retailers or the retailers and the processors, there's like ways in which you passively aggressively like take one out or, or, you know, take advantage of the situation. And then you kind of get to see, you know, what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it comes down to relationships, you know, and then the corporate side versus the, the independent side, like really knowing what that is. Well, it's the, I mean, it's sad, but the reality is, unless you, like, live somewhere like here, which is very kind of artesian-minded and stuff, here you have a good little niche, you know what I mean? Because people have that already in their heads, like, that's a thing. Yeah, I think Just, just like yeah. these chocolates right here. What were they talking about? What were they called again? Crop Circle. Yeah, crop truffles, Circle. Truffles. Delicious. We're gonna, we're, yeah, we're going to talk about this again. Because yeah. <laughs> now we've done all the sponsor stuff, so we can talk about other people's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Who have sponsored the show, in a sense, but didn't leave me with a knife. 
Yeah, I can probably get that. Up. Yeah, it's like a, um, like they are childproof. Oh, they are. Well, they're oh. childproof to me because I don't have like. I have a kind of fingernail, but not much. Quick, of childproof for the knife. Okay with the knife. Yeah, you got a key. You got the solution there, buddy. There you go. Yep. That's Hack you. at it. Yep. Hack at it. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh... Yeah, it's about, you know, the Artesian way of doing stuff is growing, fits that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Also because, of like, the, uh, like, like we kind of hammer on the show all the time about the difference between organic growing mm-hmm. and uh, news and stuff. Why do I have sponsors and stuff that are news? Mm-hmm. You can just buy that or liquid. Well, the thing is, like I said, people have the reality of, like, people want stuff clinically done. Mm-hmm. Then they have to... So, you know, kind of give up other things. But if they want things done the right way, mm-hmm. which is building soil properly and doing stuff mm-hmm. nice and uh, taking their time and expecting to do stuff for long terms, right. that's, you know, that's, that's the... Well, you know, there's a payoff for each approach. Yeah. But one payoff is a little bit more substantial than the other. You know. Well, it's better for everybody, too. Yeah. You you learn how to build soil. You've learned kind of a process. You understand a little bit more of what's going on. You know, you're you're running salts. You're probably a recipe rookie. You're following a you know simply a recipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's you know, the more time you spend with this plant, uh, hopefully the greater you understand it. And yeah. you know, and and nobody knows everything. So keep reading. Keep you know, researching. Sure. Learn 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 why you know. Yeah. Stay open. Yeah. You know, stay, you know, stay open to change. And, Oh, you, you'll better yourself as a grower, that's for sure, by keeping that open mind and not being rigid and thinking you know it all already. What do you, what do, you do for, do you, um, so you do, like, uh, cover crops and stuff? For your- no, no, no I'm, so I'm, I'm in containers. Um, I'm, you guys are in containers? Yeah, I'm in a container uh, with, uh, you know, if I said my main biobiz, uh, mm-hmm. most of their line. Uh, I use other products that, that I augment and different teas that I make. But, oh, yeah. you know, it's it, it's such, you know, if I'm out in a greenhouse and I'm doing beds and stuff like that, you know, the cover crop game is strong and we're, re, you know, reusing and regenerating that soil you yeah. know, over and over again. And so, you know, that that's where it holds a place for me and, and where my thinking is. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, I mean, it's nice if you have the space to do it. I mean, obviously, uh, you're going to do it if you're small, if you have a place that's like sure. production. Yeah. Because the problem is also a lot of people don't understand, like you gotta like, like you're really tempted to keep jacking it all up. You know what I mean? And that like you have that like built-in like need to overkill it or something. Oh yeah, and once again, you know that too is from that perspective of let's you know, let's we're not forcing the plant, we're allowing that plant to express and to reach that full genetic expression by coaxing these things from the plant versus forcing them. Mm-hmm. You know, you can force lots of stuff with PGRs, but you're not going to force lots of terpenes. Yeah. And oh, that's yeah. something I mean, that has to be finessed. I think a lot of the problem there is that a lot of people had bought stuff that they didn't know had it, PGRs. <laughs> yeah, no, it, that's for sure. And then it worked really good. And then yeah. like, whoa, this yeah. shit's awesome. Phospholoid. And then yeah. later on... Sure. <laughs> what are we talking? Ghosts. The ghost. Which, uh, oh, 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 uh, <laughs> see that? The hand of Squatch. The hand of Squatch every so often may come through. 
So, um, yeah. <laughs> so these finest chocolates, I didn't realize they're, they're finest chocolates. You can mm-hmm. top it off. How many milligrams of these things? Mm. How many milligrams? 25 a piece. Oh. I'll have 10. Start with 10. Very, uh, that's, that's an orangey one, of course. Yeah. Same different, or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's that one, and there's this one here, which is like a ginger dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Very nice. MTI, you'd love them. Try some infused cocoa water. Too bad you don't got them. I know. I'm eating my own gummy bears over here. Eating gummy bears? Okay, gummy that, bears. that's kind of. some down the gauntlet. They're not medicated, bit. though, man. I don't, I'll, yeah. I'll eat those. <laughs> <laughs> not medicated? No, Come man. on. Um, so, who's who's in charge of these? Uh, that'd be John and his team. That's uh, John. That's, he left. He ran away. Yep. Right hey. when his right when his calling came. Yeah. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, oh shit! They're gonna ask me about <laughs> candies now. <laughs> I'm they're sure good. he'll be they're back very soon. Very good. So yeah, those truffles are delicious. Actually, those are great ones. Um, crop circle. Very tasty. I hope to. Hold them up. Hold them up. Trap circles. They're eaten. They're gone. So yeah, you can't show them. <laughs> yep. I can't even show them. Oh. oh, there he is. See, right when everyone needed him. Oh, my God. Now he's, <laughs> yeah. now he's, oh, he's wet. Yeah, oh, falling. <laughs> Slipped. Oh, questions. Oh, okay. No, I was just asking about the chocolate. So I was like, because I just ate, I just ate the whole box, obviously. Uh, nice. yes. What did you think of the, the quality? The chocolate's amazing, right? Yeah, it's, it's like some Belgian chocolate, or is it a local? Chocolate? I think it's hundred uh, percent Verona chocolate. Verona chocolate. Oh yeah, wow, you, you got to go off the chart. All, go all out with their ingredients. Yes, they're very rich. Yeah, and awesome. It's keefed, right? So then mm-hmm. blended with coconut oil, which is really good for you know then making the chocolate truffles. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five milligrams each in these little boxes for the deck. That's, that's what it is—the deck dosage. Uh-huh. So we uh, we have them up at the shop. They do really well. They do really well. The, uh, yeah, but you guys do them in house, or you have them. So we have gotten. Has, do you guys sell them to other people, or? That's a collaboration. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of uh, retail locations that we work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, Central Organics out in Madras. Uh, he's a good friend and supporter. Thanks. Uh, we got some stuff down in Truth and Herbal Remedies in Salem. Um, we've worked with uh, Western Oregon Dispensary in the Southwestern region in Portland here. Um, but you know, it's it's just a few just a few shops. Really, we just kind of do our thing up at the store. Um. Do we ever get back to your friends about calling it? Uh, oh yeah, we no because it's, it's late now. But yeah, we, we, the uh, he never answered. But we can never answer. You can try. You can try. You can just hit him up. Hit him up with a text to see if uh, he's interested in calling it. If he is, we can give him the number. I can just tell you guys the number though, because everyone's always afraid. Uh, Seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven seven one zero eight two. Wait, sorry. Well, who's yeah, that? Put the number in there. Oh so no! Now I have to say it and do it. Uh, 
<laughs> it's even worse. <laughs> All right, 720-310-8237. Give us a call if you're... And I, of course, typed in all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> saying the wrong thing. Saying the right thing, and we're typing the wrong thing. Uh, funny. Give us a call. You fucked up with the with the bonathon tickets. I had to had to scrap them to some some homeless guys. Oh yeah. Pretty much. Gave <laughs> <laughs> to people who'll never go. Of course, like here, take them. They'll never go. But we tried. We tried, guys. We had them. All you had to do is come up with three activities that were online, call us, and boom, you could have had them. And if you call right now and actually are in Denver, I'll tell, I'll tell KTI where the, where the Easter egg's at, and he can go get them for you. <laughs> nice. Yep. Yeah, I got them set up like that. So, uh, 720-310-8237, give us a call. So it's three activities. Oh, three contests from the Bongathon. Oh, three contests at the Bongathon tomorrow. That's going on tomorrow. You can look it up online. It's not that hard. Just got to be in Colorado to make it work. Otherwise, forget about it. You'd have to meet. You'd have to meet you. Whoever it is, would have to meet you tomorrow, early enough to make it work. For me? Yeah. I'm I'm out of town early in the morning, so yeah. Uh, well, you or somebody? They'd contact you then. Well, who me? <laughs> well, who me? Don't who me? I thought you said KTI, but I was like, he's not even in town, so. No, I said you. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah. You didn't say KTI. Too far from me. Uh, it's probably on the record. Probably it's on the record, I'm sure. sure. <laughs> probably did say, whenever I think TI, I think KTI. See, you know, so I'm sorry. He's the original TI. Yep. Uh, yeah, contact MTI. I'll tell him where the Easter egg's at. He'll meet you. And you'll make it to Bonathon. Amazing. It's a good product. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a great, great event. I don't understand. I don't understand the lack <laughs> of ability of people being able to call. Whatever. Well, last time we had some. We did have some uh, payment issues. I think at one point, in <laughs> but that was alleviated quickly. I think. This is the which one again? The, the uh, ghost, straight ghost. Yeah, straight ghost. So, oh yeah, we we did actually cut off earlier. Um, you guys ever go to Barcelona? You ever go to? Still Europe? never been to Spain. No, oh, I've missed it. Um, oh yeah, tell us a little bit oh, because we we. Uh, we, we, when I first came in, we actually had a little, a little moment there where we were like, "Oh yeah, yeah." So tell me about uh, your, I guess our yeah connection back in the day. Our first connection, yeah. So um, I think I believe it was '05. Uh, I was head, I headed over to Europe. Uh, was 
going eventually to Capri, Italy, by way of about a week in Amsterdam first. Of course. Amsterdam's always traditionally the favorite first stop. Uh, amazing, amazing, <laughs> yeah. amazing you got. Yeah, yeah, right. so cool. <laughs> How'd you ever figure that one out? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Somebody told me once upon a time. Uh, but, um, and some friends of mine had been through uh, your place uh, when the Gasworks uh, convention was there, the glass blowing convention. Uh-huh. And they said, you know, you know, he's super nice, approachable. Go say hey, you know, chat with him. Uh, you were very nice. Invited us in. It was me at the time uh, and two friends, and went downstairs. And of course, um, met your partner at the time. And Matt, he, Matt. Yeah. Well, it was like he wasn't really a partner, but he was one of those guys who <laughs> was so big you thought he was. I, I, well, I just assumed. Like when you're really big and slow, <laughs> kind of rolling around, Roll, like, packing lots of bubble. Squatch. Hash. Everyone thinks Squatch owns everything, right? <laughs> Squatch owns this whole building because he's holding it up. Look, he's holding it up with his shoulder, with his whole shoulder right now. All him. Uh, anyway, but yeah, no, it's, I mean, you guys were super nice and uh, big guys. You uh, you let me uh, out the door with some wonderful sage. Nice, yeah, yeah, that, saying, uh, and it was good. It's, it's it was, always funny because that just just the, the going downstairs part is mm-hmm. the best. Is is the is the oh yeah for sure okay mm-hmm. because. What was funny with Matt was, if if you say his name, I know exactly what the whole situation is. Right. He goes down and he literally is like a fucking sixteen-year-old kid, but he had show and tell for everything. Yep. He'd be like, he'd be he'd be sitting in a chair, and he'd be pull out something and go, check this out. And he'd be like, what's that? And he'd like have it all kind of like stealthily hidden. So yeah, I think we compared watches at the time. Oh, you know, I was running a tag back then, and you know that was back in the watch days. You Man, know, people I got, building. Let me show yeah. You. Oh yeah. yeah so, oh, but yeah. he did teach me something very important about making bubble hash back then because at the time I'd only been making it for about I don't know two or three years huh? and uh, he did sit me down and give me a little little lesson which you know even to this day has is, is, is affected <laughs> bettered my hash making game you know? it's funny because when, with, with Matt like, he was one of the first guys that I uh, showed how to do stuff because mm-hmm. it was like I went I was all excited because I, I had the, the one that was from the uh, from Reinhardt and those guys, mm-hmm. it was kind of like the. It was a nice, you know, nicely built. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit overbuilt, and it had just a single nice bucket. Style. And it mm-hmm. was like you, you know, the whole concept. I was just looking at it like, oh yeah, this is interesting. And like mm-hmm. we, we did it in my bathtub, and then hmm. later I was like, well, well, you could just cut bottoms off of buckets and stick them together. Mm-hmm. It was like you know, the mm-hmm. kind of like the wheels started turning mm-hmm. quickly because I was like, oh, I can do this, I can do that, yeah, I can do that. Sure. But everything it did was kind of sloppy, and the screen broke, and something right. happened. You know, it was never like taken seriously enough because also the starting material was kind of like eh, always. Right. So you kind of like uh, had a lot of had a lot of screen ideas mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. you could do. But the simplicity, all of a sudden, then the bubble bag came out, and you're like, "Oh yeah. shit!" Now that makes it. There you go. <laughs> That's really easy. Couldn't yeah. be. Yeah, it couldn't yeah. be any much easier. You know, conceptual. Hello. Hello. Yo, yo, yo! Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I'm just uh, calling in about the uh, bongathon activities. Ah, really? Finally, jeez. Talk about late minute, last minute guy. You in you in Denver? Uh, no, I'm not. I was just uh, uh, confused on the the prize exactly and what's going on for that. 
Well, the whole thing with the Denver th- well, the thing is, is it's going on about, I don't know, 40 minutes from here, something, an hour from here or something. It's two hours away from Denver, the the events all okay. weekend, this weekend, gotcha. and uh, we're giving away a ticket. Um, if you know, yeah, two, th- two tickets. we're giving away yeah. two tickets if you have, if you know three of the events that are going to happen at Bongathon. Oh, hey. damn. Okay. I, I know three of the events. I wasn't, uh, 100% on the, the prize, the tickets for, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The tickets are this weekend. Yeah. We tried to give them away that last weekend, but yeah. Um, okay. everyone was lame, <laughs> but if you were in town, yeah, no problem. If you got somebody in town you want to give them to that you know you can get in touch with, I'm down. I I don't unfortunately. I'll I'll uh, I'll get off the horn and let someone uh, call in eventually, hopefully pretty soon, who is in the area and knows some activities. Unless you want to hear the activities that I was able to dig up. Oh, what do you got? What you got going on? Um, I just learned about the uh, the wrestling. Sounds kind of cool. Uh, that's it's uh. More WWE style and not <laughs> MMA, it said. Uh, wet t-shirt contest sounds interesting for more of a cannabis event. And, you know, I'm sure TNA always brings in a little mm. little more. Mm. I'm not sure these are the same I, events. No? No. Nah. Okay. Nah. Uh, I see that on, on their Facebook and their regular website. Who's that? That oh. sounded a little interesting. Wet T-shirt contest. Sure. Um, <laughs> he's like, sure. Anyway, I, I don't saw that, so I. <laughs> he's like, sure. Uh, then I know there is a, a pretty famous raffle that I also read about. Uh, I hate raffles. Raffles are like my scourge. My that's a problem. Like when we try to do giveaways, our giveaways are the worst because <laughs> hey, none of us know how to do them. We're all lame. Like this questions never get answered properly and things. As you've noticed, as you've noticed, uh, calling in for this one, <laughs> nobody knows what the fuck <laughs> supposed to win or when they're supposed to win. So, thanks for calling in, though, man. Talk to you soon. Yeah, no worries. Take Peace. care, guys. Peace. Uh, yeah. So anyway, as usual, mm-hmm. fails miserably. So that, that and that just goes to show you, there's so much lost things out there in the world. I I'll tell you one thing that I've been addicted to lately, which is sad, is buying all that stupid shitty crap from China that's like for free basically they're like just pay shipping and they're like, you're, right. they're like, you're like all you do is pay shipping, have shipping three bucks and you're like I'm doing it that's like my new drunk stupid thing to do like, <laughs> but I'm not drunk I don't drink anymore but that's like my dumb drunk thing to do like if I was drunk I'd be really bad luckily but now I'm just buying shit for my kid or something and you know the funny thing is that if you buy everything mm. with the hopes that it's for you it's too small for you and it's mm. gonna fit your kid because the shit's all made stupid like you, you, you get it and you're like what oh I didn't really look at the fine print uh, oh, it's one millimeter long instead of like instead of like you know like they love that shit. They're all about it. Like oh, you paid three dollar for one uh, millimeter yeah. version of too funny. gigantic thing that you think is like six feet long or something. You know? All right. So yeah, yep, they got you. Anyway, so uh, we also had uh, we were gonna have Adam Adam Smith. No, Adam <laughs> Adam Smith from. Uh, Craft Cannabis Coalition, right? Alliance. Alliance. Oh, shit. Not the Alliance <laughs> Coalition. Which one do you need, Lighter? No, Astra. Mm-hmm. Oh, that thing. Yeah, the only Astra. The one Astra. Mm-hmm. 
Stone, stoner style. One yeah. ashtray for so 40 jars a we week. We can try calling him. Improvise. Um, yeah, you can. I mean, you want you want to try to call this guy? Just text me the number. Okay. Because it's uh, trembling. Hold on. I'll give you. Do you guys have a speaker set up in there? Do you have a who set up speaker? No, I don't. Oh, you do. Okay, I was just wondering about that. No, that's the only problem. These guys can't hear shit. No, no, nobody hears nothing. They're all bored. They're falling asleep. <laughs> They're all like, "This sucks." I thought it was gonna be like. Like Howard Stern and shit. With chicks everywhere. <laughs> All slattered up. It's like a, wet, everything's wet crazy. Concerts or like the guy just called him. Yeah, wet t-shirts. Everybody's... That's like <laughs> yeah. Howard Stern shit right there. Oh, so you missed all you guys, they could read actually. Yeah, yeah, were, no, I saw I got all that. Got all the <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what? what a, you weren't we just went right shit. off the rails there with that question. <laughs> you were like, what? <laughs> T-shirt? What? Where is this? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Now, luckily we have um, <laughs> we have subtitles on on that was MPI, funny. so whenever he makes a noise, it's, it thinks he's saying huh? <laughs> like bad, all bad stuff. No, like he doesn't say anything. He just looks at it, and then subtitles to say no. 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 Just did it, right? No, you didn't say no. It just was there before you. <laughs> now it's oh no, oh no, no, oh no. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, what, what what the fuck was I talking about now? Now did you text right, now me that? Oh. oh, did you text him a number? Yeah, I was gonna call and. No, it's my. I just wanted you to text him, so you should have it any second. You need your phone, John? Yeah. Or we have a different... Yeah, this is, oh, my God. The phones all got mixed up. Everyone took the wrong phone. Because <laughs> they're all black. Yep. I, like, Kevin, like, we all drive Teslas, <laughs> and we all uh, have black iPhones. <laughs> not yet, but... John and I not, not yet. No, um, no number yet. So. I have his phone number. So, yeah, we were going to... We you have to text it to... What? Now you got it? I have his phone. That's what I said. Oh, so what, is, what were you giving us? What, what did you send him? Do you want me to call him from my phone? I don't know how. No, 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 just text me the number. Yeah. He said text him the number. Yeah. But then he's going to be all shocked. He's going to be like, who the hell is calling, calling me? Who is this? He's going to be like, yeah, jumping out of the window. He's like, no, we didn't. Oh, no. No, he <laughs> got run over by a bus. What, after what's, what's his number? No, you can't. We can't say it. On yeah, say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, his oh, number. His number. I got a text. Oh, I got a text oh Jesus! <laughs> our life is. This is our life. All right. So, um, what were we talking about earlier? Was there something exciting? Mm. We, had, we had some great well, yeah, ideas. We had something to, you going know, on, like uh, the state of the industry, and oh yeah. Well, I mean. You know, I think yeah, John was kind of talking about what it is, oh, well, how to survive the well, The reason why we're trying to call this guy right now mm-hmm. is not just because we want to we bother him or harass him. We're going through all this energy. He's actually working on the whole export bill or he was sort of part of it, main thing or whatever. And that's like the next wave in the whole 
in this world where this happens, which looks like it will, then uh, you get the you know you get the short term relief, but you also open up the door to a whole bunch of different questions of where where the best places in in America are to grow cannabis, and why not just grow there and then ship it and pretty you know just better conditions than it would have been if it's grown locally in a lot of places just because people would take the extra care to you know get it ready for that market and uh, yeah I don't know it is it's, it's definitely the, the next sort of wave as far as you know getting taken off the reins in a sense because populations of certain places just mm-hmm. don't dictate the Nine growers that they are, but no, nah, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of huns. There's a lot of huns going on about Jackson County's on fire right now. Oh shit! Fire stuff. Where's that? We're calling them right now. Oh, he's calling him right Your now. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging uh, system. Sound like an answer. No. Five. <laughs> Not sure what happened there. And we're back. And he's taking a death. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I just wanted to cut off before we dox his number at all if it was on his answering machine. You're the man. Yeah. We know he's a five guy, though. Everybody knows that. Well, five guy. Yeah, I would just text him and tell him to call in if, if you want. Uh, it's okay. Okay, cool. No problem. I got squashed. <laughs> squashed. He saw. He saw his opening right there. He saw. He saw it shut down. He was like, "That's it. Break." Um. Uh. What else? So, so circle, circle stuff is tasty. What else? Okay, so the weed up front is also from you guys on the house. Like, this is what you guys have on the shelf right now. Yeah. Give me like a, give me like a. He's the model. Now he knows exactly where it's going to go up here somewhere. So he's going to help you out. But pick out like your best seller and your like your favorite in-house favorite and like something that's just like off the chart turkey or whatever. Just give me like a three or four. You got like seven total, so give me the first one you have is Shiatsu Kush, which is very, which we, uh, very yep. popular. Mm-hmm. 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 Alright, put my arm down. What is what what is that again that we're looking at? What was that one, John? That's the Shiatsu. Shiatsu. Kush. Kush. 
Japanese land race. That's a straight line Japanese land race. It's crazy. Yeah, that's the blue Trinity. Super nice. That was one of the original cuts that uh, we were working with. Can you see? Can you see it? Yes, that looks good. Oh, yeah, that oh. looks awesome. Uh, Ooh, oh, yum, yum. Oh, blueberries. Made squash come all the way across the room. Dank. Actually, to give me some papers, but. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, he smelled too much. No, I need a crunch. That's what I'm going to tear your finger apart. That's definitely one of our top sellers. It's five. How's that torch? Is it killing it? Or is it loud? It's pretty loud. Pretty, pretty loud, huh? Yeah. You're so loud, bro. Yeah, at least he's doing, he's doing cold cold short dabs instead of cold, uh, cold starts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I still don't really dig cold starts. You don't dig cold starts. See, like MTI is not a believer. I'm not a believer. But you, but you got to pack them a little bit heavier. I think is the deal. Yeah. Squash style. You can't go small otherwise. It's right. You just burn it up. Yeah. You got to be all like, it's got to burn you up. A little bit. <laughs> just enough. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Anyway, anything else major that you see up in the near future that you want to get involved in, cannabis or hemp? Or well, I mean, I, I definitely have. Uh, there's definitely going to be a because now it's kind of like do or die. Sure, collaboration uh, between myself and Heroes of the Farm. Uh, nice. The Patrick and I are good old friends, and uh, we certainly uh, have. You know, we have a very wonderful reciprocating relationship over the last almost ten years now. Uh, it's been really a pleasure to watch him evolve as he has, but uh, we definitely have some an iron in the fire together. Uh, won't talk too too much about it, but at least know folks that there is there is something in the works between One Eye and Heroes. So I uh, really look forward to pursuing that avenue with him. Thanks. And um, yeah, and you know, just keep keep doing what I do and focusing on the, these new genetics that I'm looking at and. Discovering something that uh, can have a, a nice impact, you know, in this community. Yeah. Well, that, mm -hmm. and the thing about here is that it's also uh, you're surrounded by a lot of great growers, so it's like you have to, you know, do your dues. I'm sure here more than a lot of places because people have to. It's harder to shine when it's like, you know, great conditions and. <coughs> Old strains and sure. pretty good growers, that's for sure. So mm -hmm. it's nice to get it. It's nice. To, ooh, uh, oh, it is. Well, it's it is. Uh, it's definitely tough out here. I mean, there's like you said, there's a lot of really good growers, and there are a lot of really good genetics that have you yeah. know you know been kind of exploded from this area. Uh, and so yeah, you know, you just have to keep keep raising the bar. Trying to do a little bit, bit better each time. And that's been part of my philosophy for sure. Yeah, I think also a nice thing is that you, uh, you know, you're in a you're in a perfect environment to to get the benefits of of where you're at compared to a lot of places where you're like kind of trying to recreate. People always think Hawaii and things like that, mm -hmm. but actually, you know, when you 
land in Oregon at the right time of year, you're like, oh yeah, this place is fucking like, you know, <laughs> we go good here. You can just drop a thing on the road and shit, come back the sure. next day and it's like a fucking banana tree, and maybe like yeah. you have that vibe to it, even though it's like, then all of a sudden it changes and it goes right. like, you know, because so it's then a little bit of like, it depends on the exact moment you're right. here, but there's moments yeah. where you're like, fuck yeah, and a lot of shit will go. You know, yeah. Colorado has like a couple of advantages when it comes to the finishing time, mm -hmm. especially with hemp and stuff. It's mm -hmm. like, actually dry it on the field you yeah know? sure like it's totally different world when you start thinking like oh okay i got like a thousand acres how mm -hmm. you gonna hang on dry it it's like on the field just leave like, it <laughs> what like it's like it drives me nuts because it's like i know there's like a lot of loss because mm -hmm. if you're gonna dry it even halfway or three quarters of the way on the field it's like and then move it you know what i mean it's just like mm. <sighs> like you know that you're losing so much and I think, you know, when you're talking biomass, I think that, you know, for the folks oh, that know. are producing, you know, they yeah, just, know. they don't it. care. They don't have to care, right? I get it. Yeah. It's not why we do what we do, though. Because uh, uh. <laughs> we care. I care. <laughs> That's for sure. I know if you do, and I know you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, like I said, it's inevitable. but it, And it's also, you know, it is cool in a way because you always want, we always imagined, like, what would it be like if it was just, like, threshing yes. <laughs> and now you are in a way even though it's not technically the same there was times in uh, Switzerland when the mm -hmm. beginning because they didn't give a shit they were growing everything you know mm -hmm. and these guys were growing it like going out in combines and cutting it all down and uh, having videos and you, as they'd be cutting the plants down with the camera mm -hmm. you'd be like that looks pretty fire that looks pretty fire that look, you know, you'd see like all these plants and they were just mowing them all down wow. just kind of because they, they could do that mm -hmm. I mean, if they like went out and dried it and hung it, then they get in trouble. But if they do it that way, just brush it all, and so it's, it was all very weird of the rules there. You know, that's bizarre. But it was like all I wanted to do was clean the clean the blades. It's like that was my dream. Can I just clean the blades on the thing? Like as it goes over, yeah, let me stop. Get the right because you see yeah. some just hunks just getting divided. Bills oh, on the God, front tips of those things. If you like, you know, Jeez. pounds of pounds of resin, right? <laughs> the fresh, <laughs> the freshest. But you yeah. just let it dry. You know, just get it all. Just, when there doesn't seem to be a lot of plant material, mm -hmm. you can shake it all. And it's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Just, yeah. Let me clean it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Chisel it off and separate it away. Yeah. Oh, uh, those are the dreams. But now it's like, you know, it's, it's reality and it, it's all shit. You know, yeah. you end up with a bunch of green poop, uh -huh. which you have to clean up or something. Like, uh. It was never going to be fields and fields of pristine cannabis, you know. No. No. It was either going to be, you know, fiber, sugar cane style or, but I, but I, or hemp. I love the idea, though, that you're standing in fields of just any cannabis-related plant where you're like, Miles in every direction. It's like oh, this, yeah, is this is an impressive thing to be. A, this is turning into something really good, which is like yeah, it's turning into like the the reality of like okay, here we're gonna have the next log jam. Like, what's everybody gonna do? You know, what's everybody gonna do when the bottom drops out of the CBD market? They're gonna be like, oh, now I'm the CBG. Yeah. That'll just be overloaded because there's that's, really you know not to take so much plant material to get anything. I mean, you can you can lean on CBG varieties, you know, but they're very very well, few yeah. and far between, and they're still not maxing out at any percentage that makes it. You know, and where's the white? You know, CBG is interesting though. You know, definitely it's like anti anxiety and 
that aspect of it is it, it, yeah well that's the thing is that it's, it's 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 definitely a great it's a great but, great thing to actually have a mm-hmm. good icbg plant but in general <laughs> the market is it it's not there it's like people are people are already like wary of and the, and the thing is, I, I think also, if you just kind of think about it, the reality of what's in the plant, mm-hmm. you probably don't want to go with the thing that there's the least amount of in a plant and take the most of it. You know what I mean? So right. I think you'd want to maybe only take a little bit of seed right. to you Think about how much plant you'd have to you know do to extract all that. You know? and it's, just well, like it's, it's almost abusive to well, the that, cultivar. You know? that is it, that's part of it, but also just like, if the plant only has a naturally like you know point oh three of it, probably you shouldn't have much more right. than point oh three of it. Right, right, right. You probably, right, right, you probably right. don't want to like, naturally come across. Whereas CBD is like oh it's some eight fifteen percent. You know right. what I mean? Like kind of almost out of the gate fourteen fifteen percent, which true. is pretty pretty substantial. It's like over one percent. You know, uh, that's like, that's actually yeah. pretty pretty strong. Yeah. So then you at least it's something. You know? mm-hmm. Whereas it was usually about point zero zero something, mm-hmm. but there's now strains that are for a even eleven right. percent. Right. I heard, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, so I've heard but of some high testers, but still thirty thousand wholesale, you know, a gram uh, right. a kilo, right? Sixty. If you like, don't know if you don't know, buddy. <laughs> right, right. No, that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. an incredible. But, but oh, like yeah. thirty would be like industrial strain. Like thirty mm-hmm. would be the reality. Like that's what somebody would actually want to pay. You know? Right. That's crazy, crazy. Yeah. but it's still it's, it's like such the, a low occurrence in the plant. Though it's well, like it's just also it's not. The, the, I think it would freak people out if they start to like, you know, not freak them out personally like they take too much right. of it, but like freak people out in the FDA style mentality if they see all the things getting exploited just as high mm-hmm. as CBD does. CBD is. Kind of almost overkill right now. It's oh like, yeah, it's I could everywhere. Yeah, you know, like Seven Eleven, the CBD here. stores, and the new shelves at every grocery store. You know, this is our line of C- I mean, Yeah, it's it's it's. it's well, I just want to tell everybody, the Adam Dunn yeah. CBD line is out. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, it's very marketable MTI's, right MTI, now. It's all, call MTI for all orders yeah. of it's Adam me. Dunn Show swag. Yeah. AKA. CB <laughs> CBD line no CBC we don't have any like we have none of that or the A the acetate the acid form we couldn't handle it could we what's up <sighs> you're not even listening I'm trying to fix an issue here but yeah so oh what's up what's the issue no, nothing an issue with you I'm just trying to fix something I'm trying to figure out what's going on with some stuttering issues that I was having oh uh, okay nothing with you guys though what 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 would you ask what'd you ask Oh, who cares? <laughs> oh, my bad. Never mind. I'm just checking. All right. No more stuttering, dude. No. I'm not. I'm not even stuttering. I, I know. One of the first times. One of the first times. You talking about real stuttering or just stuttering? <laughs> stuttering? <laughs> anyway, um, no, it's good. Uh, what else? What else? Can we get more? He didn't model very much. He modeled with one. I did model one thing. I can model like a couple other things. I did. I did the. Give me, give me the most. Give me, give me, give me the. Uh, give me what the, we got? Okay, so I got book one here. Um, this is the uh, AWOG, so the Albert Walker OG. Mm-hmm. This is one of the with the pollen donor to dog walker mm-hmm. with um, foreign cup. Once again, mm-hmm. so 
another cookie-ish thing, if you will, with a weird kind of sweet fruit, but also then you get kind of a cushy smell underneath when you squeeze her and push her around a little bit. Uh, is this cool. like one off that other one? Yeah, so this is literally Scooby without the Chem 4. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, this is one that... I didn't do the crossover, just a selection of mine. Uh, this, this is a cross from Bad Dog Genetics out yeah. of Michigan. This is their uh, Starfighter Long Bottom Leaf Cross. So kind of a Jack Cush kind of thing going on. with a, It's kind of departing away from the gas and stuff that I normally do. So my uh, lady really likes that one a lot. So, you know. Yeah, like a train wreck, almost like a train wreck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can definitely get that in there for sure. Yeah. You know, nice, nice little. Uh, is it fast like that too? Like a forty-five days? No, no, that? that's so. Everything here is um, pulled about fifty-nine days under ceramics. Some maybe the Scooby went sixty, but everything else would right be right around fifty-nine. Yeah, it's a little sweet. It's a little bit like a sweeter one than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a syrup dipped uh, train wreck or something mm-hmm. like that. You know? mm-hmm. There's a sweetness. And and full disclosure, like I feel like there's an underlying sweetness with a lot of the biobiz. I think there's a note that it gets in there somehow that I haven't been able to recreate with other formulas. Not that it's desirable or not, but it's just you know, more of an observation. The biobiz. Yeah. For the moment, it's, it's, it's working. <laughs> it's working. It's working. Yeah. I don't know. So all this stuff was grown with biobiz? Yeah, yeah. Everything here, uh, same conditions, same lights. That's the dog walker right there. That's the Scooby. So that's that thing that we just looked at. Yeah. So basically it's this with Chem 4 in it. Okay, yeah. It's really Chem 4. Yeah. And that's what kind of gives it that kind of yeah. rotten funk. That's not, and that's the way this one's a lot sweeter. Yep. Um, and there was another one of those that was uh, not stable. We called that one the Scrappy Do, or at least I did. And that did get handed out. <laughs> and uh, so there's a lot of folks out there that thought they maybe had these Scooby Snack like crosses because they had this, this, somebody they knew had an unstable Scooby, but really they had Scooby's unstable sister. If you will. Scooby's uh, kind unstable of a sister. Oh my right. God. <laughs> Sounds and she like made lots train, of that is a train that is that's a train wreck right there. It should be a train wreck. <laughs> that should be a train yeah. wreck hybrid no matter what. Right, right. <laughs> just on, just on, on the reality of it all. Yeah. So that that's you know what kind of happened there, but um, but yeah, you know, uh, there's uh, another group here in Oregon recently went through some of the original Scooby seeds and found one that they're going to keep, and we'll see it here in the uh. uh Probably, you know, in the rec market pretty soon, I think they're going to be, I think it's going to be called Dog Park. So, I guess, look out for the Dog Park. That's Scooby Sister 2. Scooby Sister mm-hmm. 2. She's got a bunch of them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they oh, just we, haven't been born yet. Yeah, right? <laughs> Scooby Sister 2, two also <laughs> is coming up after. Yeah. Scooby Next yeah. week. Next week, too, also. <laughs> then two and more. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. And then Fridays is open uh, every day, or what's the deal? Yeah, every day. Oh man, your lives. You're like it's like having a boat. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just like 24-7 worried about it. Oh, is it floating? Yeah, yeah kind of. There's yeah. some water at the bottom. I'm like, no. <laughs> Constant, yeah. Constant. Uh, so, and, and how, what's the closest place here in town for people like Get like kind of an idea where they are, where you guys are in town. What's the closest like landmark? I'd say we're in the village, so we're like center up on the hill. Center up on the hill. It's pretty accessible from anywhere in Portland. Okay, all right. What's the address again? Seven five zero one Southwest Capitol Highway. Seven five zero one West Capitol Highway. That sounds good. I like that. And then. are you going to be on the show now? We're going to talk about a little bit of that. And Indo Expo, I guess, before we go. Indo yeah. Expo time. Throw that up now. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Yeah, we'll be walking the track tomorrow. Walking the track. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it's like, it, it, I think the, all those trade shows is kind of like, you know, if you, you, you don't want them to go too fast or else they just burst anyway. It is nice to see sort of guys who keep it kind of real in a sense. Like, they're kind of like the... Not pushing it too hard, but not also like trying to like get too big too fast because that's also what I've seen that happen a lot in the, especially in the, in the cannabis industry. Like there's so many shows at one time, it would didn't make any sense. Right. You know what I mean? And now now it seems like people are kind of pulled back a little bit. Yeah. But uh, do you guys go to a lot of shows, or is there kind of like mm. only locally things? Or for us, no. Like we we work quite a bit. The Indo Expo where we participated in previous years, and you know it's been uh, it's been a great. Yeah, yeah. So. I do the local Indo Expo. We'll try to get to the Emerald Cup and yeah, enjoy those. Those are my three. That that's good. That's good. That's a good three. That's a yeah. that's a proper. That all I can handle. <laughs> that's like pretty yeah. much all you really got to mm-hmm. see as far as the industry side goes. Mm-hmm. There's a few locations that are always nice to go to to check out. I, I think the cool part is to check out places that are. New mm-hmm. and fresh, mm-hmm. and have a kind of like happy. Oh, everybody's like, "This is gonna be great!" Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> rose-colored lenses and yeah, all that they, stuff. They haven't yeah. figured it out yet. You're like, mm-hmm. "All right, later, peace mm-hmm. out." All right, have fun. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck. And then all of a sudden, they're like, "Oh my god, this is hard." Mm-hmm. Yeah, which it is, but at the same time, it's rewarding in the sense that, like, we now. I don't think anybody here and. Except you know, our kids, of course. Our kids are gonna be like, whatever. It's like, who cares, Dad? Right? They don't even care. And you're sure. like, what? We're gonna be those grumpy old guys going like, I used to walk a book a mile. <laughs> like, like, you know, it's gonna be like all about getting weed. You yeah. Know? Oh, sure. How, how easy it is. Like, cause oh, yeah. everyone's gonna be like just ordering it. And it's like mm. there's no. So that's the shitty part is that like, to mm. find people who are coming to your store like you guys have, you gotta have like. A, for, yeah, I have good weed, obviously, all the time. But you also have to have uh, probably consistent, and like mm-hmm. people really want to have. Like, I, it's weird when you serve the people that the, the you know the people that really uh, respond to it more than even you you know. You know what I mean? Like, you're like oh, here, here's some weed, mm-hmm. and also like. <laughs> like yeah, I need it that one. You know, especially when you have something that's consistent. I think it's. Uh, it's noticeable you guys ever have any kind of like crazy uh like must have like any exchanges of yours that like cause that kind of like situation where a patient was like so responsive that they were like 
knowing any of this. I, I have to let TK sit on this one because he's at the he sits at the hell of the store. Uh oh. So you come in here. I mean the quantum. Yeah. yeah. The quantum. Yeah. I'll give out and speed something. Uh oh. Here we go. Ah, uh, see everyone's dying. They're all dying. They're all dying. We're close to the end anyway. What time of hours are you? Like, You're at two hours right now. Oh, okay. Sorry, live. All right. Well, thank you, sir. I'm getting peanut butter relief um, snacks. Get the other the other part of the, the crew here. Uh, he's he's going to be all scrunched in, of course. But can you get in? Yeah. All right. I can. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, 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 there we go. So. Uh, now we were talking about I was, what I was asking about it is uh, since you when you when you have people coming in every day in the shop, you get it's like having a bar, right? But at the same time, a bar you're just poisoning everybody. But you guys are like, I'm not gonna say healing everybody because I'll get in trouble. But if you guys are like helping people out, where they're like, I noticed you know this thing that I had the whole time. All of a sudden, I smoked this or ate this or give me kind of like good sort of strain observations in a sense like that because that's also like it's always good for, for people who are not you know not necessarily for like big pharma or something like that but for in general like people do ask and there is some overlaps where you're like okay that makes sense you know and interestingly enough like Bubba Kush is one of those strains where it's just like very medicinal in the sense that I've heard enough people who smoked it and had a real deal like, oh it was like the it's a mellow thing. It's not like a hyped out, hazy thing or whatever. But it's it's significant enough. You know what I mean? And so, you guys have anything like that? Like the, yeah, the, 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 the quantum kush, um, just because it has a very rare profile. Right. It consists of uh, you know, trace amounts of THCB, uh -huh. CBC, even some CBG. Um, when we ran that into an extract, it yep. came back with. Pretty high levels of the THCV, which can be pretty therapeutic or highly therapeutic for pain. Uh -huh. uh, so much so that it can curb people's appetite. So, um, and it's got a lot of fascinating research behind it. So, mm -hmm. that one's really effective for females. Um, we have a two to one cultivar that we hunted out from homegrown called the Oregon Tsunami. Mm -hmm. And that one sells out a lot because a lot of people want a good CBD, and that two to one ratio is a great one to have. So that one moves really fast. Um, the retro berry is another one that moves a lot because it has a very rare terpene profile. The main terpene is uh, alpha pinene, mm -hmm. and so alpha pinene is great for focus, uh, brain elasticity. Alzheimer's work shows that it really acts as a, like a neural pathway contractor, opening up those roadways, allowing for more retention and regurgitation of information. So a lot of the working professionals, the people who go home and want to relax, uh, the retro is great because it has the mirror scene right behind that. Mm -hmm. And so it allows them to still multitask, turn it off, relax a little bit without completely falling out on the couch. Um, and then the shiatsu that you guys were talking about, that's another great one. The osamine is really high in uh, antifungal and antimicrobial properties, so that can be used as a salve or mm -hmm. some type of topical. Nice. And uh, 
with uh, <clears throat> with all the uh, strains and stuff that you, you also, I mean, obviously, like we were saying, with people notice it medicinal, but also, is there any uh, things that you guys just can't keep up on? Like, is this one of those strains that you're like, oh my god, and you don't want to let it out, or <laughs> is there like your uh, house we like? Don't let any of our stuff out. Nah, the lemon. Uh, so there's other versions of the lemon meringue that are out there, mm -hmm. but. Uh, our version is ours. Nice. Um, we do gather coronal and cultivars and different things like that and uh, cross different things to create our own genetics and work into our own lane. Mm -hmm. That's what the retro berry is. It's an isolated male of the platinum huckleberry cookies on top of that blueberry trinity. Right. Um, so, yeah, uh, the quantum, the blueberry, we don't grow very much, so it sells out you know, yeah. relatively fast. Um, that Shiatsu, those ones that I keep mentioning, they, they move pretty fast. Mm -hmm. So we got to constantly keep those in rotations in, yeah, the, in the garden. You guys make bubble hash or? Um, we do the fresh frozen bubble hash rosin, nice. live rosin. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys have for a press? You guys? Uh, we co branded with natural gas to do that. Uh -huh. Do you guys do like so? What size plates are you guys making or bags and stuff? Because um, when I saw their facility, they had a bunch of different presses. They're doing yeah. different tech, uh, post-production tech, different things with different poles. Mm -hmm. um, so they had all types of different sure. presses, different sizes. Gotcha. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 like one of those things where at the end, it's like you go through so many steps to do it. You're like, okay, <laughs> so I grew it. Then I, you know, then I, like, I ran it like I used to, so you can be a little more aggressive because you want to just get the most out of it instead of like being super duper gentle. And then you can go a little overkill. Then you can bring it back, press it, take the zest of that. And then you don't really want to get rid of that because it's just like the best. And then all of a sudden you're like, you're left with other stuff. Just again, you get into that sort of cycle of making hash, which is like a pain in the ass because you're like, by the time you're putting the real expenses. It's like, oh man, you know, you'll never get it back, you know. So it's kind of like, if it's good, the problem is when it's THC, it's like you, <laughs> you're kind of like, eh, all right, I'll yeah, keep it. Yeah, strain is so, so different too, you know. Like the Chem Four pulls really nice, that mm -hmm. you know, that full melt. Um, yeah, and it's just a travesty to have to push everything together and squish it and stuff so different strains sure keep uh in you know in a, in a better form in a more pure form i love dry sift i think dry sift frozen is a great one too yeah i mean if you have uh access to the fresh material if you have yeah if you have a way to clean it a little bit that's the crazy part is when you start to also do that post post cleaning of track heads and you go either with static tech or you do something like along those lines where you're, you you really take it into account like okay even though you have some stuff which is pretty fucking nice it all sticks and you can roll it into a ball which I prefer I, I don't mind smoking some some lipids or whatever whatever it takes to make that like more you know handleable mm -hmm. but if you want to make stuff that's just like complete full dome dripping whatever you have to take like uh, you know, a whole night and a half's worth of fucking hash, and turn that into like one good hit. You know what I mean? It's, like, it's kind of it's always the same. It's, it's always a give or yeah. give or take situation. So, so making true bubble hash is uh, 
fun yet sad because at a certain point you just like as far as if you smoke a lot of hash like myself the, the, the cream is very thin you know sometimes you're like occasionally especially when it's commercial because people don't give a fuck you know you get a ton of mediocre you when know, you do your own and you get like a lot of from your own little thing you're like yes yeah, that's one of the benefits of having a diverse uh library where we yeah. try different phenotypes of the same strain to see which one pulls what and mm-hmm. whether or not we can do like a, a master wash or something right and that's a that's a major well, the data as opposed to just being stuck with whatever cut is is going around at the time you know a lot of people just run the what they can get from providers the nice part the nicest part in my opinion is that when you run any kind of bubble hash or even dry sieve or whatever it is if you uh even though the, it's mostly mental data because a lot of people aren't sitting around writing down the numbers but you do get tons of it and you're like you can have a plant that looks fucking phenomenal and grows huge and gives giant buds but you know, deep in your heart, if you like felt it, it was like a little bit meh. It's a little fluffy, but it looks so good, especially when it's growing and you're all falling in love with that shit and you grow for that reason, then you're probably going to not be happy with it in the long run because a lot of times those things just turn to nothing compared to what you, you know, you weren't paying attention to, but took a little longer, it was a little stinkier and smaller or whatever, but at the end, so if you go by what's really the good one and not the fastest or you know, definitely not the fastest but also just like the illusion plant you know people a lot of times at the beginning it's a big mistake people make they yeah we were just talking about the illusion of just the hundreds of leaf like oh i recognize that leaf from the, the parents or i recognize this leaf from something else mm-hmm. um the importance of finishing all the way out to flower because it may look nothing like it yeah but it's not necessarily a good indication Unless you got something that you've like really created from the ground up, and you're like, yeah, you know, it you're well. on like the fourth or fifth generation, and you're like, I don't want thin leaf anything, you know. What I mean? then, then you can go and murder, murder everything thin leaf one along the way, because we're looking for some, you know, real dominant trait. At that point, we're not we're not talking like hoping for some sort of adaptation, but going, Jesus, what's going on over there? Yeah, oh it's, it's man, he's trying to so fertilize. He's fertilizing over there. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we got a fertilizer in the room. Everything from seed, you never know what you're going to get. Um, you just got to take the time and have the patience to uh, work through a bunch of stuff and mm-hmm. give them a fair chance all the way until the end because, yeah, the short little dud or that slow growing one that you want to kill may end up being the one that is actually the keeper. Yeah. It's happened a lot of times. It's one of those things where it's kind of like a the same. It's the same thing that happened with the Kush when it got from Matt Berger to Josh. Uh, it was like in a, in a paper towel and you know got wrapped it or you know, wrapped with in a plastic bag. First wrapped with paper towel, then in a plastic bag, and then kind of down the pants and flown over and getting. <laughs> looked like it was going to die. And there was a couple other plants there too. But that one was the slowest growing, worst plant. You know, tiny. But it had, like, ooh, everybody was like, when they smoked it, they were like, keep, keep that one, even though, you know, it's ugly, ugly duckling for sure. 
So that's one you want to go for usually. Yeah, oh, yeah that helps. Just having uh, unique genetics, so mm -hmm. that uh, that drives uh, a different type of traffic to the store. People mm -hmm. who care about that, the connoisseurs who want something different, um, want something that's cultivated to a, a very high standard of quality. So we get a lot of repeat customers once they find the store and they see that we have um, a diverse shelf that mm -hmm. covers a lot of different effects and different ranges of stuff. They come back for it. So mm. It's been nice. It's been a blessing. What's your average age, you think? Uh, probably, uh, I would say females around 50s. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely... Like uh, in some neighborhoods, it's definitely the like all all people over sixty, like in a way, they're like kind of taking over the market, which is I think the most rewarding because it's like the they got the least amount of time to enjoy the most of the part of the, their life that they miss the most of. You know what I mean? So it's like give them give them free weed, yeah, give them like a get like a weed program. So a lot of them come in and they they have the glory stories of you know they started it. You know, of course because they did and uh, so for them to be able to see it in their life is a, is a special thing and I hear that all the time about people to like the 69 club so you're not like in your 60 because 60 is like nothing now I'm 50 already so 60 would only be 10 years from now so I don't deserve free weed but yeah, it's always like, yeah, the 69 69 would be a good year because I'd be like alright you're already retired you've got a couple years in you haven't fucking yeah. Kick the bucket yet? So I'm here to try try some weed, and all yeah. of a sudden you're like, "Ooh, yeah, being 69 is all good again." You know? Yeah, people our main can't wait. Graphic is the, the professionals, the working professionals, you know, 50s. Yeah, well, I mean, I think you know, we're gonna we're gonna hopefully get a little older as a maybe not. I don't know, probably not. Really, we may only have 50 years to get old, so it's not that it's not, it's not too that's not too old, right? I'm barely be 100. We're in a nice little neighborhood, though. We're not necessarily on a busy street where uh, it's, a it's not a convenience-based model. It's a little bit more of a, of a destination location. Not a nuclear destination. Like, well, I, I live in Colorado now, so I'm like, it doesn't even matter. It's like, you, you look on a map of the world, and it's like, the only places that they've got eight missiles aimed at is pretty much like where I am, like... You know, there's a few spots: Washington D.C. and Denver, and yeah, because it's like it's all military bases and stuff. So, we're not we're not down for that anyway. But uh, I think this whole the whole Northwest in general is, you know, like one of those places where it's always been kind of on its own thing, especially back in the day, like when I was growing up, you didn't really, it wasn't really even on the map, just for a lot of people on the East Coast, because there's this big sort of disconnect, you know, it was like West Coast was always Cali, 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 and people didn't realize how big of an area this is and what's going on, but I think with cannabis, that's the best thing, is when you isolate things, instead of when it's like, it's all mixed up, and now kind of past that unfortunately like now everything's you know really getting mixed up but uh yeah the more people that you can sort of trace their roots at least for the kind of like with it with where uh where he started around 91 i think it's kind of like the beginning of all those flavors and anything before that 
it's relevant, of course, even more relevant by today's standards, but it's very hard to like connect those dots with the modern dots right now at this point. Some, a few things like Swazi or something, you know, there's some stuff that's out there that's like, okay, that's pretty nice, you know what I mean? But for the most part, a lot of stuff is like, you know, it did go through a lot of proper upgrades before it ever got to, uh, you know, where it is right now. I wish we would have got Billy on the phone. He was talking about having a 76 Maui Wowie. Oh, yeah. 77. 77 original Maui Wowie, yeah. Mm -hmm. He still has the Oregon the original. He lost the brew train, but we have that. Hmm. And, and we had the grapefruit or something. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Oh. All sorts of strains. Yeah. Grapefruits. What was the other one? Uh, oh, Maui Wowie. Well, the Maui Wowie. 77 Maui Wowie. Would that be interesting? Yeah, the Oregon and that's about an interesting part about that. Oh, Black Dahlia. Got a yeah, because I'm thinking like the, the I mean, because the Hawaiian weed that I ever saw back in the day was was always uh, like well, it was usually backed in a can, so that's kind of where it fucked up everything. You know, of course, it was all squished up, but it did have this sort of like wavy sort of pattern to it, which was pretty interesting and. Uh, but you could never grow this. Whenever you grew the seeds, unless you lived somewhere really subtropical or something, it wasn't going to work so hot because I lived in Rhode Island, so did not enjoy it. You know, I mean, it was like one of those plants. I think it was like I was way too young too. I was like just throwing it in some not properly made soil in a not properly lit area, and then I remember forgetting all about it for a while, and then nothing happening I thought and then later like one day I was just like super lazy looked out the window and was like oh look there's four plants down there like, like I guess I did plant those plants you know what I mean like, it was that lazy of a attempt you know and so wasn't like uh yeah it wasn't like a real uh properly designed or thought out thing because it was in a little cubby hole thing but in general uh I think just producing your own food, you know, getting on the old, you know, that's one good thing that's around here. I think if you kind of combine cannabis and your, like, food and everything together into some sort of, like, symbiotic sort of relationship, I think you can go, like, uh, I think this is kind of part of the country where you can get the most out of it. You know what I mean? Like, if you live in place, some places, it's like you could almost not, not be feasible, you know what I mean? But here you can kind of wholesome do you guys do any kind of like urban farming or uh yeah we take the soil you know john's real good mm -hmm. about recycling the the rounds of soil and mm -hmm. we do things like tomatoes uh it's great the first round is great with strawberries we got to do some amending and different additives to do things like peppers and stuff mm -hmm. but um yeah that's always been a big part of just our discussions and what we've always wanted to do is uh the regenerative side, everything yeah. feeding each other. No, that's awesome. And anytime you can, like, you know, use things two, three, four times, mm -hmm. especially when it's like, uh, we had back in the day, we had like, uh, we were growing just in cocoa, pure cocoa. And so when we pulled it out, you know, sort of roots would separate, you just kind of shake it through, boom, get the roots out, end up with 
ridiculous amounts of cocoa, you know, and so we try to recycle it whatever we could, but most of it ended up in the backyard at this place we were at. When you walked across, like, the neighbor would walk across, and, you know, it was always look, looking at our spot, and it was just kind of like, our spot was, like, literally expunged or something. It was ridiculous, you know, but, uh, yeah, if you can, if you can use, I mean, the crazy... If you're using lots and lots of medium, it's hard to resist going with like, you know, lots of uh, cheaper alternatives. But if you can fucking like pay it up front and mm -hmm. sort of make it work a little harder. And just part of our overall methodology, um, John worked really hard to get us the first Department of Environmental Quality Control exemption with the city of Portland. So part of that exemption allows us to take our gray water, our wastewater, and dump it on our community garden or even our lawn at the grow um, because we use all sustainable regenerative inputs, uh, low toxicity PPM values and stuff like that. So we helped write the blueprint on that with the city uh, because they didn't have anything in place for that with cannabis. And now that actually works with any agricultural company in the city of Portland if you want to bypass some of the regulation that they impose on, on growing within the city. So how did you, um, like, what was your reply on the on what? Explain that a little bit. Like, um, you know, John can get a little bit more into that if you want to talk a little bit more about the, that regenerative side. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Thanks, man, for yeah, popping through, though. And yes, John, you're hostage again. Oh, nice. We're back to you in the regenerate. What do we got, like two hours and what now? 30, 20? Almost two and a half hours, yeah. Yeah, so it's okay, cool. All right, we'll do a little. We'll do a little bit more, and then we'll uh, wind her down. So, and Squatch will make a couple more dab. Give us a couple more crazy dabs, of course. Or after you're done. After, yeah, no, you oh, can. Okay. You can. We got. We got to wind her down a little bit. I'm just saying. So sorry, I got in trouble for the torch. No. Nobody put. No, nobody. Nobody made you in trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so. When did you start getting? When did you start getting into regenerative farming? No, what was, <laughs> tell me what your uh, uh, the first introduction book was. Uh, Truly been organics by the Rev. Yeah. And then studying that and studying soil science. Um, and then TL, the old TLO. Yeah, originally, yeah. Right. For sure, that gives you a good broad base of how the plant works. I want more time. Uh, a lot more. <laughs> yeah. They're only 50 milligram bosses. I know. So technically, you could probably eat all four of them. That's what I said before. I want 10. Yeah, a 10 would be. Oh, that would have been like, yeah, that's pretty close. Maybe the five bags. <laughs> Which one's different? That's more minty one or something? This one is. I'll just, I'll just eat them all, whatever they are. I'll just eat them all. Um, <laughs> are you immune to edibles? Well, not tomorrow. Tomorrow I'll be fine. Like today I'll be fine. Tomorrow I'll be off. Oh, what did I do? So, um, but regenerative farming. Do you do like uh, you into like worm bins and things like that, or? Um, I mean, we don't really use live uh, 
vermicompost, worms, no. that sort of thing. Just Where we're regenerative is we take our spent um, soil from the flower room mm -hmm. and then uh, we repurpose that in the gardens and or just garden boxes. For instance, I have one in front of my house that it's a clay bed, so nothing really grows there. So I have a dugout and then backfilled with oh, nice. our soil. And then, you know, the last three years, it's, it's been three seasons, you know, learning how to um, translate the cannabis and like growing cannabis intuitively and um, all that. And then translating that around strawberries and tomatoes, peppers and lettuces. So the potential is there to. Um, you know, especially with Portland's community gardens, you know, they have a lot of raised beds and, you know, a lot of work to be done to help them repurpose that, you know, this mm -hmm. maybe knows a little bit more about that. So you can then use that soil in that process. Right. Yep. So that's... Yeah, anytime you can, like, double down. Yeah, you can... So, yeah, we got, we got 10 minutes, so... Oh. We're like on the tin. We're like on the tin. Don't. Where are you going? I'm gonna put him in the sun. Okay. No, not the dam. I'm just in a lot of water. Oh no. Sit down. Sit next to me. Anyway, you can't sit next to me. It's too far. Too too hard. What's that? Just the uh, the empty seat in the middle. Oh. I can't have an empty seat in the middle. Well, I don't have. I can't. I'll sit there. I'll just move the seat over. The end of the show, I changed it all around. What just happened? What's going down? I just turned away for one second. Yeah, he's kicked off. He's over there now. He's on the end so he can, he can escape quicker because he knows. I know he wants. He's been on the longest. Um, all right, so now I'm on for a couple, like 75 or something like that. It's tasty, though. Oh, that was good. Ginger ones are beautiful. Now we're talking. See, now? That sucks because that one was better than the last one. So now I have to try another one. So we have raspberry, mint, yuzu, ginger, and then. Another one that has a touch of uh, vanilla with a hazelnut on top of it. So vanilla. Couldn't hear, couldn't hear none of that because of the torch. Um, we have right. uh, a few different flavors. Uh, Ooh, raspberry. It was like we got <laughs> raspberry, mint, ginger, <laughs> and uh, hazelnut. What? Oh shit! Sorry, oh, that's tasty. What is that? Vulcan Death Grip. Which number? Three. Duke Diamond. Number two. Here. Vulcan Death Grip, once again. As usual. As usual. I stalled, stalled it in the beginning. So, um, Squatch has joined the joined the party now. This party's getting crazy. So, uh, we got what else we got? 
Out of control. We're out of control. I was gonna also tell you not to forget to shout out the band of the of uh, oh, yeah. who lets us uh, do this today at, at their studio. Yeah, what's your name again? Travis Farmer. I am just putting mm -hmm. it up here. I'm looking at their equipment. It's nine to fire. Nine to fire. We're in nine to fire studio right now. Live here in uh, Portland. We have the uh, Actually, I don't know what do we what do we got in the background right we now. Got, Where are we at? Uh, some kind of mountain in Portland. I forgot the name of it. I looked it up on Reddit. It's a great picture. But right now we got Nine to Fire's logo up in between that, so you can't see the mountain right oh. now. Okay. So, yeah. We have their logo up, blasting right now. Everyone's going, "Oh my God, Nine to Fire!" Uh, <clears throat> it's funny. I have a perfect song. We'll introduce them to. Uh, so. Thanks to those guys for letting us use your spot, and to fight us, of course, for coming through uh, once again with a even better spot than last year. So imagine what imagine what we'll be doing next year. Who knows? Uh, we got what have we got going on? We got Squatch Squatch in the house. Thanks for coming through. He's he's gonna help. He's gonna close us out. It's like he's closing us out right now. This is it. This is a job. This job is to finish the show. Right now. Literally. Pretty much, like, whatever you, whatever you can do, kind of finish this up. I want to thank MTI for uh, making all his dreams come true. We had one out of five, one out of five fucking microphones. Imagine what we could do with five of the. Five. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe we couldn't get it going, man. That's so weird. It's going to be me and my one retarded thing that I couldn't figure out. Yeah, I'm telling you. Yes, I said it, retarded. I uh -oh. said it twice. <laughs> At least twice. Probably like five times. It's literally in our built into our memory banks, you know, as kids. Uh, shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece, running out in Stockholm, taking care of mom and stuff. Uh, hopefully her and her friends watch the show, which they do, which is funny. So I have like, all these people in Sweden watching the show, going like, what is it? Oh my God, what are these guys talking about? So shout out to all of them, to the to the Swedish listeners. Uh, Cece's in Stockholm till for 10 days, so if you're, if you're around, give her a heads up. Nick's with Grandma, so he's all good. I'm out here checking out the show, Indo Expo, this weekend if you're here in town. Also, uh, if, you're in, if you are in town and you want to uh, come contact yeah, again, let's see what they can do. I could have done it earlier, I guess. I could have asked for... Cause I'm, allowed to, I'm allowed to bring in a couple people, so if you come... You're serious. And you want to be on the at that, at that show, and you're Adam Dunn show listener. Get in touch with us. They can leave messages, right, on our thing. On what thing? On our number. They can leave messages, right? Uh, on the uh, Skype number. Yeah. Um, I think they can. I don't know. You would have to be able to. You can. You're able to log in from over there, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess so. Yes. All right. Contact me on the. Uh, on the uh, Adam Venture Skype and tell us what's up. Say, I'm, I want to go. 
I'll hook it up. Uh, thanks for listening, and thanks, Mister Three Three. Just be chilling. He's chilling over there, Appreciate organically. He's reading very organic right now. <laughs> He's organically hanging out. It's okay. We just had your name just scrolling across the thing. It was like all big. No, we might have. It's all the these graphics about you behind me all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, see you guys next week, and uh, I'll give you an update. Maybe, like I said, who knows? I might drag fucking MTI out of his bed to do, do another show now that we got it all incredibly set up. Thanks, guys, for all that. <clears throat> see you next week for sure, though. Peace. <laughs> This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it...